Blog Talk Radio. Looking for something different? Looking for something fun? Join Dan every Monday on the Freedomizer Network, 9 to 10.30 Pacific, noon to 1.30 Eastern, for Common Sense with the educated redneck, Dan Ellison. The show about everything and nothing at all. We talk a lot about the kingdom here, and we talk a lot about what most churches are afraid to talk about or don't even know to talk about, which is what the first century church was really doing. But just talking about it is not enough. We encourage everybody to join us uh, in their local neighborhoods, in their local communities, to find out more about what they can do to seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness gather with others who are already starting this road or starting to turn around and do things differently. Join us on thelivingnetwork.org or at hisholychurch.org. Go to the network links or go to preparingyou.com. Join the network there. It's all the same. And we'll try to hook you up with people in your local area. They will not be perfect. They don't walk on water. They are not necessarily saints. But they are talking about seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And join us on Facebook. Facebook.com, His Holy Church, all one word. Join us there. We'll give you updates so you can start doing some studying and thinking about these things and start looking into these things for yourselves. But it's just not enough to sit and listen or to talk about or to say. You must become a doer of the word. Hello to all you filth bags and something duckers that are looking for employment. We are hiring 87,000 new IRS agents. Are you able to knock on doors and demand to see people's tax returns? We need people who are willing to handle firearms. You need to be the government's new army. Your job will consist of number not grades of people who work as waitresses and did not report all their cash tips. Or maybe they had a yard sale and did not report income. You might need to shoot someone dead who is refusing to cooperate. Or you may have to deal with some childrens. That part is for me. You might need to enforce your will on people by any means necessary to force those 99% dolts and nincompoops to give over all their property to the 1%. If they say they voted for Trump, you kick them in the kumquats. Look, almost 75 million Americans voted for Trump. Another 12 million voted for other candidates. There is another 40 million that voted for Brandon and said something mean about him on Spybook. We need to teach those political enemies that we mean business as we turn America into a third world hellhole for all. If you vote Democrat we will be coming for you eventually.
but for now we are starting our training and first order of work with bringing those right and center wing extremists to those FEMA camps that do not exist. So we want to work for the IRS. Just go to their website and then we will put you in basic training. Once you prove to us you can handle a firearm and threaten Trump supporters hardcore enough, we will place you on those mean streets and help us confiscate property on all those fuss budgets that did not complete a perfect error-free annual taxation form. Good luck to all you applicants. And good luck all you dolts and something luck heirs who will let us get away with it. Food waste is one of the most easily solvable problems, literally the low-hanging fruit of environmentalism. Pardon the pun, it's my job. About 20% of all produce never makes it off the farm. It's because they just look a little funny, a little weird, but when you cut into it, it's perfectly good food. It's just a total shame. It's totally good stuff. We buy ugly produce directly from farms that often would go to waste because supermarkets won't buy it because of how it looks, and we deliver it to people's doors. standards for an apple. This isn't that ugly at all. Like that's the most common first box like complaint we get. We change that. We educate people. We show them how amazing these fruits and vegetables are. Have food delivered to your house. Box of produce every week. And it's more affordable. At a very reasonable price. Cheaper than the grocery store. I spend a lot less time in grocery stores. It's an adventure every time that you open your box. High quality produce. There's nothing wrong with the produce. And they taste exactly the same if not better. Save those fruits and vegetables that get wasted every year. And it's delivered to your door like. But what do you why wouldn't you do? Why wouldn't you do? Please go to our website, freedomizerradio.live, and sign up for Imperfect Foods today. Use our promo code and get money off your first order. Go ahead and get some organic and all-natural meats, dairy, snacks, breads, and non-GMO produce. Hello, everyone. I am Broccoli Man. At night, I fight for organic GMO-free food. During the day I fight crime against child trafficking. Please watch my story on rumble.com. Just look up Broccoli Man and you can see my regular run-ins and follies with G-Lobalist, The Wiretap, The Millennials, and everyone else I run into. I fight communists and very pro-free speech. Just check me out. Broccoli Man. On rumble.com. Now, let's get back to the Proof Negative Show, here on FreedomizerRadio.com. Welcome to the Proof Negative Radio Show, right here on FreedomizerRadio.com. Now sit back and enjoy the show.
Checking out the Proof Negative radio show tonight. I am your host, Proof Negative, the big kakuna here on Freedomizer. I want to thank everybody so much for finding us today. Today happens to be Wednesday. So we'll have Joanne Moretti joining us here in just a second. And if you out there in Radio Land have anything you want to go over, uh, just give us a call. The number here is 319-527. 6208 and just press lucky number one on your phone and I will make it a point to bring you into tonight's conversation. So with that, let's go ahead and bring in the one and the only uh, Joanne Marie. Thank you very much for that great round of applause. Hello everybody. Hi Proof. Hi Freedomizers. Hello Joanne. Man. What a week, huh? Things are getting weird out there, Proof. So yeah, I, I don't mean, even know where we want changes. to start. Well, we'll have a we'll have a bunch of stuff to talk about tonight. But show notes, oh, yeah. just uh, just so everybody knows, next Wednesday, Joanne and I, we are not going to be here. Instead, Danielle St. John is going to have a brand new host with us named Sabrina. And uh, they'll get some training in live during what is normally my show. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, they'll they'll get some recognition. They'll be in a good spot. Nice. Yeah. I'm glad you got someone to fill in for us. Well, it's my birthday, so I, I, I historically take my birthday off. I know, and happy birthday. So I won't be seeing you next week. I'll be traveling, yeah. too. So, yeah. Well, where are you heading to? I'm heading up to Maryland. All right. Yeah, so I'm going to go to my granddaughter's baby shower. All right. 
Yeah, so it'll be nice. <clears throat> Just stay out of D.C., oh. I guess, right? Oh, I am not going anywhere near D.C. Nope, 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 nope. They're on such lockdown there. They got facial recognition. They got cell phone capturing data. Whatever's on your cell phone, they can see. I have nothing on my cell phone anyhow. I know how to get you know, to the I phone. I was pod. curious if I would have went to the to the January sixth. How how would they have gotten me? I don't know, but I I was ready. My car was packed, and at the last minute, we decided maybe it wasn't a good idea because it was going we were going to run into some inclement weather on the drive up. But we had everything. We had food, water, mm-hmm. shelter, and fire. So <laughs> we were headed to the. You know, if we got stranded somewhere, we would be able to make it. But, um, yeah, we decided at the last minute that we maybe it wasn't a good idea. And I'm really glad because you got people who weren't even there getting 22 years. Look at poor Joe Biggs. He wasn't even there. No, and the Joe Biggs the, was there. You're talking about Enrique Tarrio, the, the head of the yeah, Proud Boy. Yeah, Enrique Torres, the, the Proud Boy guy, not Joe But Biggs, I don't think Joe Stuart Biggs. Rhodes was there either, and he got a bunch of time. Right, and now I just read where somebody was supporting it online, you know, just saying, rah, rah, go, 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 and they just got arrested. This is bad. They're putting all their opposition in jail. Well, they said they were going to in 2021, so this is no secret. Right, and now that Biden is on his way out, we talked about this. I told you he was, they were putting him out to pasture. And I and I nailed it when they gave him that puppy that time. I knew that he was on his way out, and everybody was just going to cover for him. But now they are going full throttle with this leftist communist agenda, and and just throwing everything to the wind. They're throwing everything at us. Do you see that Iran deal? You see all these people going to jail. You on see, September 11th, I mean, no less. <clears throat> what a smack in the face that was. He is humiliating us. And it's not even him, anyhow. He's a noodlehead. They just run him around like Weekend of Bernie's. What was he doing in Alaska on 9-11? You know, the, the guy can't find his way out of his own backyard. But they sent him to Alaska. What I want to know is uh, when he was in Vietnam and he tells people, I got to go to bed. Yeah, that's it. And he Sleeping just nighttime. walks off the stage in the middle of speaking. Yep. That's it. You know, I'm going to bed. Good night, everybody. You know, catch me on the rewrite. The guy is a noodlehead. He has these stories in his head about how he was there the day after 9-11. No, he wasn't. He went right. with a congressional entourage. I think it was like 10 like, days later. Right, exactly. Yeah, he wasn't at ground zero the day after. That was Trump and Giuliani who were there. And then Bush came four days after that. And I can understand why it took Bush four days, because, you know, uh, having a president come into town, that requires a lot of preparation, and there was no time for preparation for him, and he was just winging it. So, right, and, I can and not only that, but it. you want to make sure that you got the, some of the rubble cleaned up first, and and you want to get all the survivors, and then and then you come out. So I get that. Yeah, you can't and I'm be not even a Bush fan at all. I'm, I don't have one skintilla of like for George Bush, but I, I, I represent that. I understand. Yeah, he, he, he did. He handled it respectably. So 
on that we can probably agree, even if he's a globalist, even if, you know, all the things about him are true. He did handle that respectfully. And Rudy Giuliani, he was fabulous during that whole thing. Everybody was looking to Rudy Giuliani for guidance. They weren't looking at Bush. Rudy Giuliani was running the show, and he was on top of it, and he was sharp. And now these people are trying to make Rudy Giuliani out to be some sort of a, a kook. He's far from it. Far well, let from me it. just bring this up. Every single Republican since at least Gerald Ford, they, they, they've always in the media, except for Trump. Trump is a little different here. But they will say that the Republican is the dumbest person in the room. They never said Trump was dumb. Uh, they will say everything else about Trump, but they can't, oh, they yeah. can't lie their way and say he's dumb. No. And you see how they're throwing age around, even Romney today, saying, yeah, yeah you know, I think it's time. You know, I'm old enough and I'm going to be 80-something, you know, on my next term. So I'm just going to lead by example. He is so full of it. But um, well, he knows he knows that nobody wants him. Yeah, well, everybody's mistaking age for competency. Joe Biden is mentally incognizant. It's not, it's not his age per se, because people a lot older than him are sharper than him. It Even Bernie Sanders still has it, I guess. I don't like Bernie Sanders' politics, but he's alive. Right. And, he, and he's sharp. He's on the ball. He's not stupid. Lots of people are not stupid. Well, Look at that George Soros. He, yeah. He's, he's still got it together, and the guy's, what, 200, 300 years old? <laughs> well, I was going to say with Bernie Sanders, politically he's stupid, but mentally he still has a brain. Right. Yeah, he's the same Bernie he was 20 years ago. He's, you know, he hasn't lost yeah. any of his, of his sharpness. And it, it doesn't have anything to do with age. It has everything to do with individual capacity. You know, some people are a lot older than Joe Biden or a lot sharper, and some people are a lot younger. Look at this Fetterman. You know, they're throwing this age stuff around, and you, and you have to be at least a little bit mentally cognizant, you know, when they're saying age, age, age. Well, how old is Fetterman? He's not old. He's no, a banana brain, too. Like my age, I think. I think he's like... I'll be 51 next month. I think he's like 52 or 53 or something. He yeah. could be younger than me so, for all I know. I just know he's in that age range. Yeah, and he had a stroke, so he has mental impairment from the yes. stroke. But still, it's about mental impairment. Did you see his reaction when they told him that McCarthy was filing the impeachment inquiry? He went, ooh, booga booga, please, no. Acting like a child, like, ooh, that doesn't scare me. Yes, yeah, you I'm scared. You know, what was that? And he had a picture of somebody he was supporting. I guess one of them is sick. So he had a picture of him on his shirt. You know, okay, the guy I hasn't put on that, a, but a, a I, shirt. I didn't put two and two together. I was, I was going to ask you about that, but I, I, I'm glad you brought that up because I literally – saw that, and I'm like, that is extremely dumb, but I have no idea what this is about. Yeah, one of the other senators is sick. I don't know. I forgot his name. He's a Democrat, so I didn't find it important to memorize it. But he was sick, so it was a support thing. Oh, I messed the booga booga stuff. Yeah, that hoogie boogie stuff. Oh, booga booga. I'm scared. Yeah, please don't do it, he said. 
It was acting so childish there. This is the United States. It wasn't even about him, so why did it affect him? Oh, they just asked his opinion on it. Oh. You know, he's acting like it's some sort of trap that everybody's falling in. And now Hunter Biden just filed more charges. Yeah. Yeah, he's going after, he said that they didn't have authority to open uh, Hunter's laptop. I'm I'm trying to understand that. No, he said that uh, Trump's aide was exposing a manipulated version of the laptop. So now he's suing him. Yeah, this just this just came out right after the inquiry. I got it right here. I got a lot of stuff here. We got a lot of stuff. But everybody but knows the laptop, laptop is real, though. They, they've admitted it. So how is Hunter going to? Well, I guess if it uh, it depends on where the charges were filed. I guess that's that's all that matters now. Instead of innocent or guilty, it's where are the charges filed? In California. It was uh, filed in the Central District of California just a day after McCarthy announced the uh, impeachment inquiry. And it says oh. the lawsuit accuses Ziegler, who's an aide of Trump, of violating California and federal computer privacy laws after he posted content from Hunter Biden's abandoned laptop to the website of his nonprofit, Marco Polo. And Hunter claimed in his lawsuit that the data appears to have been manipulated both before and after Ziegler obtained it. So prove it, dude. Show us the original and show us at what point you believe it was manipulated, okay? You know, I mean, when is this going to stop? First it wasn't his laptop, then it is his laptop, and now you knew they were going to say, oh, yeah, it was manipulated, and, and they fiddled with it, and, you know, it was hacked and all of that. No, it wasn't. So they're just not, they just can't take his word. They would need evidence, right? I would guess so. But it says, uh, Hunter Biden on Wednesday filed a federal lawsuit against former Trump aide Garrett Ziegler for accessing his laptop from hell. Just accessing it. So he accessed it. He, didn't, he just put it on his site. The website, the nonprofit, um, Marco Polo. But Marco let, Polo let me ask this, though. Stuff. Because once the laptop was considered abandoned, at what point is it no longer Hunter's? Right, it belonged to McGregor. Signed, sealed, and delivered. You know, he didn't pick it up in 90 days. Plus, he called him, like, for six, seven, eight months. Mm-hmm. And never got a response. So finally, he said, "I guess he doesn't want it. I guess it's mine." So he went through it, and that's when he said, "Oh, I got to give this to the FBI. There's some stuff on here." So the FBI didn't want it. They refused it. So he sent it to lawyers, and his lawyers got it to other lawyers, and it somehow ended up with Rudy Giuliani. But by then, lots of people had seen it by the time Giuliani got it. But Giuliani had a whole bunch of copies, and that's why they raided him. They they raided uh, Giuliani's lawyer, too, because he had copies. Surprised they didn't raid Giuliani's mother's house. You know, like the song says, I'm going to make five copies for my mother on the cover of the Rolling Stone. That's a Dr. Hook song, by the way. For our oh, okay. Yeah, I'm old. it's called the cover of the Rolling Stone. He said, and I would keep getting richer, but I can't get my picture on the cover of Rolling Stone. Anyhow, back to the story. You know, 
this is just how many more lawsuits are they going to do? See, just, you know, you got a bunch of lawyers up there. Maybe, just maybe they paid a judge. I don't know, but just me thinking out loud uh, that if you bring something to a business to have fixed and you never pay for it and never pick it up at at what at some point that's no longer yours. Yeah. Just like if you go to a pawn shop, you get 90 days to pay for your goods back, and if you don't and they sell your property, you can't sue them for selling your stuff because you had 90 days to get it. That's right. That's exactly right. And you signed the contract. And, you know, they found that that contract was binding. They McGregor isn't in any trouble. Right. But out so in if California, they got in any trouble, then if anyone was going to be in trouble, it would have been McGregor. But because right. McGregor's not in trouble, then after that time frame, McGregor can do whatever he wants with it. Right, and they'll have a hard time proving otherwise. So they just left McGregor alone. They tried to, you know, defame him, but he just said, "No, you know, yeah, here's the contract. Read it." Is his signature. You telling me that ain't yeah. his? That's him. Now you telling me these pictures of him aren't him? Of course they're him. So yeah. Anyhow, McGregor was in the rights and that lawsuit proved it. The the they wouldn't even pick it up. They were like, No, the, his contract's legit, we're not even gonna bring it to court. Yeah, so then so everything got, else after that is null and void in my opinion. And it's not because oh, I don't like the, the, I don't like the Brandon family, or or because I'm a Trump supporter. It's just common sense from people that know uh, about leaving stuff at a business uh, at a repair shop, and you have X amount of time to pick it up and, and to pay for it. And if you don't, then that's it. And if the owner of the business doesn't get in trouble, then whoever he gives it to. We'll definitely not get in trouble, as far as mm-hmm. I know. Well, I'm telling you, this Hunter Biden, and, and we haven't even seen the real stuff that's on that computer. You know, it, it's all leading to Joe, of course, and he was only vice president. Last night on Hannity, Hannity played that whole clip with Joe Biden about that fire in the prosecutor. And yes. he even said it, you know, he, I don't I'm surprised that Hannity played this part. But when he told the guy that he wasn't going to get the money, he said, you're not the president. And Joe says, well, I, I told him, go ahead, call him. Right there, boom, tells you Obama knew about it. He's on stage telling yeah. this guy, that the president knows. Yeah, you know, he's bragging about what he yeah, just did. Yeah. He was bragging about it. And, of course, Obama knew. And it all leads back, you know, to that CIA. I'm seeing a lot of CIA stuff going on with this um, charisma. The more I look into who's who and who's doing what, like Romney's aide, Romney's aide was with the CIA. Did you know that? No. Yeah. His his aide was with the CIA, not just his um 
what do you call it, not just his kid. American Thinker put on an article, I sent you the link, it says, little notice has been paid to the fact that Joseph Coffer Black, a former CIA operative, served as Romney's special advisor in his 2012 campaign for president. So you got a CIA operative as your advisor on your campaign. Anyhow, it goes on. It says that uh, in October 2011, Romney announced that Black, who had served in the CIA since 1974, had been selected as a special advisor. And, you know, he goes on about how he's deeply honored to have these diplomats and experts and statesmen. Well, it says that Black trained for covert operations and eventually became the director of the National Counterterrorism Center from 99 to 2002, after the September 11, 2001 attacks. And uh, it says he was appointed ambassador at large and coordinator for counterterrorism in December of 2002 by George Bush. And then none other than John Brennan, who we know is the most ruthless man on the planet right now, used to be Brzezinski, but now it's John Brennan. He succeeded yeah. Black in his job as the director of the National Counterterrorism Center. So anyhow, Black would become to know Hunter Biden as well. And Black would wind up serving on the board of the Ukrainian gas company Burisma at the same time that Hunter, who had no special knowledge of Ukraine or the energy business, was being paid ungodly sums to curry influence with the Obama-Biden administration. So was Black also hired because he was an advisor to a former governor and future senator with good connections in the Washington swamp? So now you've got the CIA up to their elbows involved in this. That Ukraine thing is really a money laundering operation. Putin's not wrong. And Hunter Biden's in the middle of it, but because he was just a sap. You don't know anybody in the world, any board of directors, that sees Hunter Biden laid out with a crack pipe and an underage hooker beside him. Oh, yeah, we need him on our board of directors. Let's hire him. He's the one, he's the one we need. The hell out of here. I mean, the kid was a crackhead and an alcoholic, and a sex addict. And he was running around with prostitutes provided by whatever government he was, entertain- was entertaining him at the time. And this is the guy you want on your, on your board of directors, doesn't know anything about energy. Can't even stay sober for an hour. Oh, yeah, we need him. Out of all the people in the world you need on your board of director of your gas company, you needed him. So that tells you right there that he was just acting as a sap for his father. And people are saying, oh, yeah, well, you know, the, the family got money from Burisma, but there isn't any checks made out to Joe Biden. Yeah, I saw it written out today. Yeah, it's like Don Corleone didn't get a check, but everybody in the Corleone family got one except him. And then the 10% set aside. Why did he need 10% set aside when his name was on the account with Hunter? He could have taken all that money. There was a special set aside. That 10% was for someone else. That was not for Joe because Joe could have taken everything in the bank account. And then Hunter's bitching that he had to pay his father's bills and he had to give his father money. and Yeah, that was part of the deal. How does a senator afford that house in Rehoboth Beach and his house in Del and the other house in Delaware <clears throat> and all these 
fancy things like a 67 Corvette on a senator's salary make 300 grand a year. Where are you getting all this? He doesn't write a book. At least they usually launder the money to a book deals. So, yeah, he was using his kid as a bag man. I feel bad for Hunter, actually. Hmm. You know, he's, he's absolutely nothing. He's a complete zero. And he knows it. But he's living large. You still there, Proof? Yeah, I'm here. I was letting you talk. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I thought I lost you. Well, yeah, it's a lot to think about. And now that you've got this Romney connection and the CIA, and you know Pelosi's kid was involved over there. And I think it's hilarious. She's going to run again. Yeah, she's going to run again. Yeah, to keep the wolves at bay. She knows how to make money, and they're going to let her. Did you see the breaking news, by the way? A Republican law firm currently on retainer with the RNC is actively working to keep Trump off the GOP primary ballot. The firm is... Ronna McDaniel, then. Yep, Holtzman Vogel was paid over $37 million by Republican candidates and committees. The firm remains on retainer under the GOP chairwoman, McDaniel. So her father's stepping out. She should probably step back, too. We knew they were going to do this. No, I didn't Thirty-seven see that. million dollars to find a way to keep them off the ballot. How are you going to do that, honey? Well, that's uh, that's a waste of more money than that because Trump will sue your pants off. They have a contract with him. They let him run on their ticket under their name. He's a former president, also on their ticket under their name. So. He already signed the papers and and filed the papers and everything. Now they're going to go against him, and they're going to spend $37 million. Well, who are and they you know, going Romney's to get that's going to them. run against him? Yeah, well, they're, they're really pimping this Vivek. They gave up on DeSantis. And I, don't they're, think they're, they're, I don't think the RNC is really looking at him, though, because he talks too too good about Trump. Yeah, but that's that's how he's got to do it. He's playing the game. He wants to win over Trump supporters. If they take Trump off the ballot, where is Trump's supporters going to go? He thinks he's going to collect them all up. He's he's whispering in their ear all the things they want to well, hear. Well, he he's is motivated. I'll give him that. He's a sleeper. Yeah, he's making a play for Trump supporters. Because he is well, that's all the right. Oh yeah, it is obvious. But they think it's a natural migration, and I think it's a trap. I'm a Trump supporter. I never deny that. But you know, I will give credit where credit is due too. And he is saying all the right things, but too much of it. And he's everywhere. He's all over the place. And every TV station has him on every channel every uh, network i i am curious on him and i don't i don't dislike him don't get me wrong i that's the thing i like him too but should we i i'm just uh, i i don't know he's a big question mark to me 
because he yeah, could he could be the person that they want. But I think with the RNC though, what you're talking about, and I have the article from the Gateway Pundit up. I just don't think that you could you could promote Trump as the RNC and get and get in their graces. You have to. You you have to you I think they're looking for somebody like Nikki Haley to be honest with you. Oh yeah, they like they like Nikki Haley too, but she's as establishment as it gets. Which is why they want her. Oh yeah, I mean she's a mini Mc, um, McConnell. I just she don't, really I don't is think too. that I just don't think that they want Vivek to be honest with you. I don't think Ronna McDaniel wants anybody that would sing phrases about Trump. I could be wrong. That's just how I see it. I, I think you're allowed to say maybe 10% good about Trump, but you've got to leave him alone. And I think Vivek, I think Vivek is an opportunist, but I don't think he's an opportunist that Ronna McDaniel likes. Because good you're word, going to attract those same supporters. And I think Ronna yeah. McDaniel, honestly... She would rather lose the election to Brandon or Newsom or whatever than to let anybody that says anything good about Trump in there. You could be very right. She despises Trump all the way down to her bones, enough to spend thirty-seven million dollars of donated money that is supposed to be going to candidates, which is which is going why, against the candidate. Not yeah, only any candidate, but the candidate would be running seventy percent approval. So, which is why I think that she would say a big fat no to Vivek. I think I think Nikki Haley or Tim Scott would be in her in her crosshairs. Well, Nikki Haley's never going to get the Trump supporters behind her, and if they want to win an election at all, they are going to need the Trump supporters. They are totally misreading Trump supporters, though. Well, they Trump supporters yeah, well, are not going right, to though. abandon they, they think they think that they own the the Republican vote. That's yeah, what it is. And, and so Ronna McDaniel believes that, well, I can put any Republican up there and, and I'm going to say, well, they're better than Biden. Well, you look what happened to Eric Cantor when they tried that. Right. But I think you're right. I think she would rather she would rather lose every seat than to see Donald Trump win. You're right. She'd burn down that whole party before she'd give him uh, even a, a smile and a nod. She's working against him, and, uh, and there's others working against him, too. Well, there's a lot. They, maybe they still think DeSantis has a chance. I don't know, but uh, I don't know. This going, a lot of going back to your thoughts, there. I think Vivek is out with the R with uh, with Rana. I don't know, though. You know, she's also smart, and she knows you got to play the game and do the dance. So even if she hates him mentioning Trump, she knows she's going to need some of those Trump supporters, hoping maybe some of them will jump ship. I think you're giving her too much credit, to be honest with you. I think she needs to go. These people believe so mightily that that they could just throw a potted plant out there and you'll vote for it. That's how dumb they think we are. Yeah, the Uniparty is like that. Democrats think that all the Democrats, doesn't matter who they put up. They put up that Fetterman and people voted for him. Guy couldn't make a coherent sentence. But they voted for him because 
they're diehard Democrats, and my father was a Democrat, and my mother was a Democrat, my grandparents, and they were the working man party, not anymore. Uh, I'm a diehard Republican, and, you know, I'm a conservative, and, and i got to vote for the conservative because it's the lesser of the two evils. No, evil is evil. But they are under mess, underestimating Trump supporters. Trump supporters are and not I going think, to uh, abandon uh, I think that's where it's at, Joanne. I, I think we, between the both of us, I think we figured it out. Yeah, I think so, too. But I'll tell you what, they don't care if Trump's in jail. They'll write him in. He doesn't need a party. And if he were to say, okay, you don't want me in your party, I'm out. He'll take two-thirds of that party with him. You know he's got a 70% approval rate. So he'll take at least 66% with him. Oh, I don't care what Trump uh, calls his new party. He could call it the hockey party for all I care. Uh, right. He could call it the hot dog party. Um, and... Uh, and that party will now be the new favorite to win. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with you so much. Even if, you know, I, mean, I don't I don't know, there's a lot of Democrats jumping ship, too, and waking up. I saw a woman, it was a black woman, and she was saying, why, I'm a sellout. To who? Or from who? I'm supposed to vote for Hillary Clinton. Why? Because she was a woman. Or I had to vote for Obama because of the color of my skin. These parties think they own you because of the color of your skin. And then they get other people with the same color skin to harass you and beat on you if you don't comply. Who you, Who's the sellout here? I'm not allowed to think for myself. And I, I was really proud of her for saying that. And then other people were jumping in and making comments and, and telling her, yeah, you're right. As a matter of fact, I don't need to vote because of the color of my skin either. So a lot of people were agreeing with her. But here's the thing, though, people, Joanne, uh, is that, what, Trump got maybe 8% of the black vote in 2020? And yeah. uh, this time around, he's scheduled to get I've read anywhere from 20 to 24 percent, which is still three quarters or, or, or three fifths, depending on how you look at it, uh, or more going to the Democrats. So would that be enough? And I don't know the answer to that. I think I, I saw a study that said if he gets 19 percent of the black vote, then the Democrats can't win. They rely well, I, I think another wrench, though, Joanne, is if Robert F. Kennedy runs as a third party. Maybe they'll pair up. If they put Trump on top and RFK Jr. as vice, they walk away with all the prizes. See, and going back to Vivek, even if you and I and, and the Trump supporters like Vivek, He's not Trump, so he right. will not be able to carry, even if Ronna McDaniels decided, you know what, I'll, I'll roll with Vivek, he's not going to be able to eat, beat Brandon, let, let alone whatever. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't have yeah. the temperament. And the street, the, the, he doesn't have the street cred. 
No, he doesn't have the street cred or the or the brawn, the brute power that Trump portrays. You know, he comes That's off as not an intellectual. In four years, he can't earn that. Right. But I, I, he's doing all the right things right now. But it, it's mm-hmm. like uh, we'll just say it's a baseball team. We'll just pretend it's the Tampa Rays, and they just called up all their prospects, and their prospects are doing well right now. But they are a year or two away from really contending. That, right. uh, that's what yeah. that's who Vivek is right now. He and has I agree a chance with that. in the future, but not right now. He sure he sure does have a bright future if he stays on that track and he actually proves what he's saying. If he walks the walk, but he's not time tested yet. We don't really know a whole lot about him. We got to know him a lot better before we'll make him our president. We fell for that slick before. So, you know, if he's if he's not a huckster, he'll be able to prove it in a couple of years. Right now, it's Trump's. We need Trump back. There's one man on the planet with the guts, mm-hmm. the brute power, the brains, the street credit, the street smarts, and who knows his way around that cesspool. No, yeah, uh, all I want to see from Vivek right now is keep doing what he's doing, prove to us that he's legit because that's, I have no, uh, I feel like Vivek is one of us that just happens to have the money to run, but you yeah. don't want me out there running as president. You would say that I need more experience. And I'm not saying he has to have more political experience necessarily, but we don't know who he is. And he needs to go out there and keep doing those interviews and keep showing everybody who he is so that he can right. finish second uh, and have a bright future. If if we still have a republic in four years, right? That that makes sense. You know, he need he needs a little more time to prove himself. I agree with you. Absolutely, I agree with you. So, but so, the thing is, is that he I've heard him on interviews. He said he's always voted for third parties. Yeah. So he was never a Republican or a Democrat. Which might be a reason Rana doesn't like him, but. <laughs> But the yeah, thing is, you know, that's Joanne thing Trump too, was the first Republican I ever voted for in my whole life. So I would be in that vote. If if someone had to look at my political record and say, proof you're not a Republican, uh, I'm like, you're exactly right. I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I'm not either. I just, I'm flabbergasted at the treatment. But they are scared to death of Trump. They're all scared of Trump. Scared yeah. enough that they sent Christie out after him, that Ronald McDaniel's spending money against him. Oh, no, I read that over the weekend, Joanne. This is hilarious. Chris Christie says everywhere Trump does a speech, he's going to do a speech right after nearby. <laughs> Who's he going to speak to? Oh, good to? luck on that. Yeah, really, good luck on that. You're going to shadow the guy, and that doesn't tell you that that's your mission? supposed to be fighting the other guys but the but if, if trump gets twenty three thousand people in an arena uh from seven to eight thirty and chris christie starts at nine how many of those twenty three thousand are going to show up at chris christie maybe two none and those are journalists <laughs> yeah cnn will show up that's it yeah no all the media will rush to it but the, there'll well, be nobody else in the hall he could he could hold it at a Waffle House. He doesn't need a whole arena. Who else can pack an arena? 
and have parties going on outside, too, for the people that couldn't get in. I've been to Trump rallies. They got those big jumbotrons. Oh, I've outside been to Ron Paul rallies where it's like that, though, back uh, 20 years ago. Yeah. I, I went to the Ron Paul thing yeah. at the RNC convention. That was packed. That place was packed to the rafters. I do admit that. And Texas was furious. Those people were marching in the streets of Tampa when the nomination was taken from him. They they didn't even seat their electors from Texas because no, they wanted. I remember that Ron when uh, when when they told the Ron Paul people that they had to win at least five states to to even gain consideration, and he won eight. Yeah, and they still kept it from him. Yeah. I'm telling you, the Texas delegation was literally marching in the streets of Tampa. As a matter of fact, I think I have video still of how furious they were. And I got lots of pictures of the Ron Paul event and the Corvette with Ron Paul all over it. And, yeah, we got lots of pictures of going to the RNC for Freedomizer Radio. We went to the Ron Paul event and we went to the RNC convention and we stayed, we staged up at the hotel and we talked to everybody. That's where we met Charlie Kirk and Sheldon Edelman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought he was just some old guy in a wheelchair. I didn't know who he was. And we were trapped in this little elevator bank section of the hotel. There was people everywhere on both sides of this bank. And the guy in the wheelchair was with a couple other guys. We were just waiting, so I was just telling him stupid jokes. And he was laughing. His he was in the wheelchair, and he was just having such a grand old time. I talked to him for about 20 minutes and just, you know, cracking jokes with him. And then later when we were interviewing Charlie Kirk, Charlie had to stop the interview. We were almost done anyhow. But he jumped up. He said, I got to go. There's Sheldon Edelman. And I looked over, and there's the old guy in the wheelchair waving to me. <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah, that was my event with Sheldon Edelman. He's dead now. He, he passed on. Yes. Yeah, I know. He, he lived the, in Las Vegas. Yeah, and he was one of the largest RNC donors. I was wondering why they were all clearing the way. You know, it was the only place that was breathing one was around him. But he was a pleasant old guy, anyhow. I had no clue who he was, or I would have interviewed him. <laughs> but yeah, the the Ron Paul thing, what a disaster that ended up being. Ooh. I thought that the, they were going to start tipping over buildings. The Texas people were not happy. They were they were carrying their Texas flag, and they were shouting and chanting and stomping, and the RNC sucks, and they stole the nomination, and they violated their contracts, and, and they, were, they were spitting mad. So I, I think we did end up getting some audio of a couple of them. Jojo was furious. She was ripping. She was about to go out there and march with them. Anyhow, just want to make the annual. I'm, I'm really upset at her. Hey, did you see that the White House sent letters to all the media again? No. Didn't the Supreme Court just rule that was unconstitutional? What letters did they send out? That's what I want to know. It says the Biden, oh, it says we'll send. 
will send letters to CNN, New York Times, and other top outlets demanding them to probe lies behind the GOP. Yes, okay, yes, I did see that, yes. Biden, yeah. The Daily Mail put it out. They said uh, McCarthy announced the inquiry on Tuesday over the allegations of corruption. And Ian Sams, a special assistant to the president and senior advisor to the White House Counsel Office, penned the letter. He wrote, this is a quote, It's time for the media to ramp up its scrutiny of House Republicans for opening an impeachment inquiry based on lies, Sams wrote. The Biden administration has been blasted over plans to send out a letter to major news organizations. And that's what I was telling you. You know, the, the Supreme Court just ruled against all this. This letter, this this goes on, and it says uh, they want to ramp up their scrutiny of the Republicans. And he added the impeachment inquiry should set off alarm bells. But they just got sued for that, and then the, then they asked to do it again. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah, they just blew off the Supreme Court. They said it's illegal for that White House to urge, coerce, even to suggest how they do their reports. So that's election interference. It's also free speech interference. So now they're going to strong arm the media again and tell them to investigate the lies. What lies? Is it about his business partners and associates meeting in the White House over 80 times? How about uh, Biden's on the phone call with Hunter's business associates at least 20 times and him taking trips to at least 15 countries when when Hunter, when his father was vice president and then meeting with business associates on multiple occasions. And Joe Biden meets in person with the business partners and a Moscow mayor's wife. What's he meeting with her for? And then Hunter gets $3.5 million to Hunter's firm. And they did it by avoiding Russian sanctions. Because the mayor of Moscow, don't you think Russia would have something to say about that? Well, how about meeting with the Burisma executive, Vadim Pushaski, in 2015? And then that's when they told him that the prosecutor was going after him so that they needed the prosecutor fired. Yeah, and they're going to say Victor Shokin is lying when he's the one that got fired. Right, yeah, and he's the guy that was fired. He's he's a disgruntled employee. And he was the brand behind Hunter's influence peddling. We just talked about that. Like I said, who's going to look at this crackhead and say, oh, yeah, we need him? What company is going to put him on their board of directors unless they have to? You know, this is the guy you send. We're sending millions of two. And his father... His father allowed that. His father put him up to it. You know, here's this kid, a train wreck. He should have been in rehab instead of running around the world with a tin cup for his father. Maybe it wasn't just for his father. You know, who's the real big guy? But the, but they he put his kid up to it. And you love your kid? You're going to humiliate your kid like that? Kid's on a world stage. The kid has a serious addiction problem. Couple of addictions. He's out there with underage hookers and everything else, and you're telling everybody how proud you are of your son. And you're putting him up to this. You're making him do this. 
you know, maybe Hunter left that laptop on purpose. Or maybe not on purpose, but he wasn't in a hurry to pick it up, hoping somebody would find it. Then it wouldn't be his fault, you know, if it all got exposed. But maybe that was his cry for help. Same with the daughter. Wants to tell everybody that the father's jumping in the shower with her when she's 13 or 14 years old. You what? She said she wanted to take showers at night when everybody was sleeping so her father wouldn't get in the tub with her. And, and this is despicable. You know, maybe she left her diary behind, too, <clears throat> and hoped somebody would find it. I don't know, but it sure as hell opened up a hell of a can of worms, didn't it? But, but what happens, though, uh, because I don't see this going away. I could see... I could see the Senate not picking up on the impeachment. Yeah. But this is not, not going gonna... away. So they're going to have to try and figure out how to get Brandon off that off that second term. Well, McCarthy's jerking us around, too. He's got an impeachment inquiry. And he did the same thing that Pelosi did and did not hold a vote on it, just decided to file the inquiry. Well... When Pelosi did it, he was saying how it was illegal, it was against the House rules and all of that. And now he just did the same thing. But that gives the Senate an out, too. Mark well, Levin they didn't have a vote on it, he, so why would they take Mark it up? Mark Levin said he was happy about the inquiry, though. That's just going to expose some more stuff. And it gives the Congress a little bit more subpoena power. To get right. other so, uh, I, uh, the, the angle is that Jim Jordan and James Comer, they now have more political freedom to, to showcase everything that they've found. So by, by doing it this way, they could exhaust all of the, of, the, of the Brandon crime syndicate that people have no choice but to, but to vote for it. So that's the goal, is to have so much overwhelming evidence that you can't deny it. Whereas now, if you just put it up for a vote, people are going to say, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, uh, you know, there's not enough evidence or all of that. But yeah, but it's also a double edge because the Senate can say, well, they didn't have a actual vote on it, so we're not even going to take it up. Plus, the Republicans are in the minority, and you can't get three Republicans in the same room to agree on anything. So, you know, there's some Republicans up there who are going to vote against an impeachment anyhow, just for the fact, because they don't want to, you know, not for any other yeah, reason, no matter how old you some Democrats that are actually starting to say that this is enough. Yeah, well, they want Biden gone, but they don't want Kamala but I think now they're willing to settle for Kamala. It's getting late for Michelle to jump in or Newsom to jump in. And Biden's not going to go willingly. Otherwise, he would have already stepped aside or he already would have announced, no, I'm not going to run again and we're just going to pass the baton or something. But he's holding fast. You know, so they are ready to boot him. He's all done. He's been all done. We've seen it. We've called it. But how to do it is now the problem. And it's but, close uh, to well, an election. I guess the issue is that if Big Mike said he wanted to run, I mean, he is a nice lady, 
But I think he doesn't want to be exposed as a tranny. So... <laughs> You know, I was thinking about that, Proof, and I, and I think you might be right, and I think that, you know, maybe this whole tranny fad that's been going on, just this nonstop feeding us transgender stuff and putting them on beer cans and putting them on girls' teams, and, you know, that might be a way to normalize it. So if Michelle were to run, you know, the people would be more accepting. But Especially even, if Barry now even comes if out she's a gay. woman. Yeah, but even if she's a woman, what's she going to do, pull down her pants and prove it? Those yeah, I know. questions are always going to be there. Yeah. People are questioning whether or not she's a man. And they have been right along. So, I mean, it's not. this is nothing new. This, I'm not talking out of school here to all our listeners. Because people are questioning it. And those questions have been unanswered. So they'll remain. And I don't know what that'll do. You know, they're testing the waters, that's for sure. And they're probably going to force her to run. Newsom doesn't have what it takes. And now he's going to be giving um, $300 a week to the illegals in unemployment. Hmm. So I don't think that that's, he's going to be in the good graces of a whole bunch of states. He's going to need more than California to win that. So he's not going anywhere. He's just a pretty boy oh. with a... Uh, he has he has California in the Northeast. Yeah, but that's it. How well is he going to well, do? Well, puts him in the ballpark. He can get Chicago. Yeah, he could get Chicago, but the rest of Illinois might not want. Well, Illinois is corrupt. They got that Fritz corrupt there. Yeah, and but if you win Illinois, mafia. Massachusetts, New Jersey, New York, Connecticut. Uh, and California, Oregon, Washington, that puts you in the 200s already. Yeah. But what's he going to do with the rest of And you only need, what, 320 to win or stuff? I don't remember the exact number. Uh, but he's already that, – that means he's already at like 40% the goal with just that. Well, I don't know. I don't know if he's as popular as he thinks he is. You know, Massachusetts is starting to wake up, too. You know, that governor they got, Mara Healy, she just threw a whole bunch of people out of a hotel. Uh, Poor people, too. They were um, subsidized housing. So they were paying $300 a week to stay at this hotel in Yarmouth on the Cape. And now... They just threw all those people out because Mara Healy's going to pay 100 bucks a night, so that's $700 a week to put illegals in there. And Massachusetts is in an uproar. They're having protests all in front of this hotel, and the people in Yarmouth are freaking out. The people, All the people on the Cape are freaking out. So I don't know how that's going to work, but that's dem on dem. There isn't a Republican anywhere near that place. You know, people... You gotta know, replacing one dem with another dem is not gonna change anything. That's futile. Well, let's so, think about this though. If uh, if if Gruesome ran, we know automatically without an election, he's winning Washington, Oregon, California, right. uh, Massachusetts, Maine, Rhode Island, Connecticut, New Jersey, New York, and Illinois. That's ten states. 
Yeah, probably Vermont, too. Okay, so you got 11 states, and that, that's going to give him, what, about 215 votes automatically, maybe 210, somewhere in that vicinity. Yeah, that's a lot. But if Trump ends up on the ticket, there's a lot of people going to jump ship. And you got Newsom on one hand and Trump on the other. Who are you going to vote for? California, oh, I know the most that. Don't, don't get me wrong. Uh, no, not you, you're asking personally. The wrong person. I mean, just, yeah, not you personally, you as in general. You know, that's that's not even a... I think the only one who has a chance is, is Michelle. And she has no experience either. No. You know, we're talking about Vivek not having experience. She has, she has name experience. recognition. She'd be a celebrity. Yeah. The but only experience she didn't even she do what Hillary did. When she was on the Ellen show sloshing that day. Yeah, but that's all she's known for. You know, Hillary, they said she didn't have experience, but she went to be Secretary of State and she was a senator, you know, mm-hmm. when she was the first lady. Oh, they groomed and her. they said that, yeah, they groomed her as first lady, but then she went on to be senator and then she went on to be Secretary of State. Michelle hasn't done any of those things. Michelle has avoided all of it. So she hasn't stayed in politics. And uh, we were going down the list. Uh, I don't know if it was on the radio show or if it was just on a phone call with somebody else. But we went through number one and number two, which is Brandon and and Kamala. We went through three Mm -hmm. and four, which is Big Mike and Gruesome. You know who number five is, right? Oh. Gretchen Whitmer. Oh my goodness! That That's chick their is top scary. Five. That chick is scary. She is straight up communist. She's oh, I know. Worse with the Constitution than even Biden is. Yes. Oh, she would be uh, just stupid drunk on power. Absolutely. Yeah, she should never be anywhere near power. That woman abuses what she has now. That Grisham, she's abusing her power, too, New Mexico. Oh, I know, yeah. And she's doubling down, even as the attorney general and the sheriffs all tell her she can't do that. A federal judge told her she can't do it. And she's doubling down and saying, I don't care, I'm doing it anyway. Yeah, and she says that we're going to have to have a debate over other rights, too. Yeah. What other rights do you want to take from us, lady? The right that, to a fair the, trial, I guess, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, well, that Bernalillo County Sheriff, the one that that's, this is all about, he said that her order banning concealed carry was unconstitutional and says it will not be enforced. And Raul Torres, the New Mexico Attorney General, said he will not defend her or her administration against suits filed in response to her health emergency. And it's not constitutional carry that's the problem. She said it was about this kid getting shot. It was shot by another kid. They shouldn't have a gun. So, by her words, these kids would still have guns. Right. 
yeah, a five-year-old girl was shot on August 14th and an 11-year-old boy on September 6th. But they were shot in crossfire with gang fights. And those guns are not legal. There were people literally in front of her office today open carrying guns. Yeah. And the cops weren't arresting them. She said the action plan includes a suspension of open and concealed carry laws in Bernalillo County, temporarily prohibiting the carrying of guns. Only uh, security guards and law enforcement officers. Yeah, she said that uh, citizens with permits to carry are free to possess their weapons on private property, such as at a gun range or a gun store. Provided they transport the firearm in a lockbox, use a trigger lock, or some other mechanism that renders the gun incapable of being fired. Are you kidding me? What does it have in a gun if you can't fire it? Yeah, that sounds to me like it. somebody that's never had a gun before. No, she's never had a gun. All right, so and, let's, uh, let's open the... Go ahead, uh, finish your points. I'm going to open the phones. Vito wants to get in here and Pianchi at some point. All right, sure, you can open them up. I just want to say one more thing. It's just the regulation and licensing division. is She wants them to conduct monthly inspections of licensed firearm dealers, too. So she's going to go through their stuff and inspect who's got guns. She's, she's going to go through their records and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she says that they are, they're going to begin wastewater testing for illegal substance, such as fentanyl, at schools. So they're going to be checking the toilets at schools. All right, open your phones. <laughs> All right, let's bring Vito in here, and at some point we got to play Mr. Broccoli, but let's bring Vito in. Hey, Vito. Oh, your phone might be roboting, Vito. Yeah, you sound like G. Lobelist. Hmm. <laughs> That's no better. All right, he'll call hang back. Hang up and Let's call back to see if it's the connection. Yeah, Vio, hang up and call back. Yeah, he did. Hey, Bianchi. Here's, here's the thing with this governor. What she's trying to do is put her own off switch on the Constitution. Mm-hmm. And she's saying that in a state of emergency, we can turn the Constitution off. Well, if you turn the Constitution off, then people can go to killing each other without any repercussion because there's no laws. The laws that said you can't do that or shouldn't be doing it would have been suspended. That's what she's trying to do. The U.S. Constitution does not have an on-all switch. No matter if it's a hurricane, a volcano, an earthquake, no matter if the sun is exploding, there's a blizzard or whatever, it's on all the time, all the time. And she has no business doing what she's doing. And I take my hat off for the people that did come out and demonstrate, demonstrate and express their will by demonstrating with guns. I really mm-hmm. appreciate that. That's what more and they were Republicans, Democrats, Independents, it was all of them, they all united under one cause. You know what else she said, Bianchi? She said, no constitutional right, in my view, including my oath is intended to be absolute, Grisham said in a chilling statement during a news conference. 
Well, the Constitution is absolute. Now, here's the thing. The people of that state need to be getting rid of her But You know, they had a lot of atomic weapons. You know, they had a lot of atomic weapons testing going on in New New Mexico. Maybe she's Mm -hmm. affected. That's what it seems like to me. She's got a medical psycho problem due to any remnants of those tests that may be lingering around that she came in contact with. But the people should get rid of her because you cannot trust her. She's already no. showed her card. Why would you she fall asleep no with a monster right. next to you? Including her oath. Including so her oath. She, you know, she's got her fingers crossed here on her oath. So I think that, <laughs> yeah, I'm, fingers crossed. You're right. I think this is another test to see how far they can get, or should I say days, and we know who the days are, are those that want to see the demise of the United States. Bingo. And those that say that the Constitution is nothing but a piece of paper. That's a trial They got all those people to comply. They got all those people to comply with their last medical emergency. So they're going to test it again until they're testing it with her. She was willing to go along with it. COVID and nothing else is a reason to put the Constitution on hold. And then if mm-hmm. you put it, you let them, if you let those who's thinking that particular logic, let them have their way. Well, when they turn it back on, it may be missing parts and pieces. Yeah. That's another thing the CIA was involved in, and that just came out was COVID, too. They gained a function. Well, you, saw, you heard what the, you heard what the CIA uh, whistleblower said that the uh, uh, a the COVID virus was a purposed bioweapon. Yep. Yep. Um, it says that the CIA and DOD made it possible to create the COVID pandemic, and the deep state has declared war on the people of America and the world, and they've censored us to make sure we couldn't share the truth. Yeah, well, you know, the Army yeah, has yeah. done this before. You know, yeah. the Army have set up, in St. Louis, they set up on a building in Pruitt, Igo, which is a project, two two different buildings. Pruitt was for uh, was black, and Igo was for white. They set up a a machine that was emitting a mist that had a bacteria in it. Mm-hmm. And they did it in two places. One there at Puritago, they did it again in North St. Louis, right off of Kings Highway, close to the highway, at a chemical place. And mm-hmm. then they had uh, sensors set up at Lambert Airport to see if they could measure how many people had that bacteria on them as they came through the airport. And some people got sick from that. It may have even been some fatalities. But that one time in St. Louis, that did happen. It was written in the paper where they admitted it, you know, probably 40 years afterwards. But, uh, yes, they do do those things. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think I remember that, making an aerosol and then tracking it. They did it in, in the um, subway systems in Boston, too, same thing. And then they tested people and how far that spread. They just sprayed a whole bunch of stuff in the tunnels in the subway in Boston. I remember people flipping out, and they kept saying, oh, it's harmless, and it's just a test, and it's, you know, no more than just a dye. 
baloney. It says here the CIA didn't just help cover this up. They also created the disease and are still working on gain of function. And all of us, we've talked about how, you know, we haven't gone after China over this because China was just the landlord. China was learning from it. They were stealing all the information and they were watching the scientists and stuff and they gave them a place to do their studies. But Wuhan isn't the only place. They're doing it in Panama. They're doing it in Texas. They're doing it in Boston. Right in downtown Boston near the hospital, they have a bioengineering lab. They have one in New Jersey. They have some in California. They got one in Washington. God only knows where they got them. Yeah, you don't know what they're doing. Like the one in California where they had all those vials. They had the mice. They were injecting mice with bacteria. They let it go. You know, that was a, that was a fiction about that. It was written by a a journalist for the Pittsburgh Courier. His name was a shoe, George Schuler. And the name of the book is called Black Empire. It's a very good read. And in this reading. one, the scientists injected rats with buonic plague, and they went to an auditorium where there was a meeting similar to the economic forum, and they let the rats go, shut the door. And infected everybody in the in the assembly and killed them. Wow. You remember they had those bio labs in Ukraine too. There's a lot going on in this Ukraine. All kinds of stuff going on over there. Well yeah, you More got enough it. money going over to Ukraine that would pay off anybody to let anything happen. And now you still yeah, see that's Ukraine. Thing. That's another thing, guys. You see Ukrainian women, them, prostitutes. Go ahead. I'm sorry. We're sending them billions and billions, trillions of dollars. And they're still demanding planes and bullets and uh, food and all kinds of stuff. Buy it. Where's the money? We send you trillions of dollars. You can't buy your own planes, your own bullets. You're demanding money and... Tanks and planes. Yeah, but they know they can get it if they if they say something. That's why. Oh yeah. And all these politicians going over there, including Romney, and you got um, Lindsey Graham going over there, and and Joe Biden went over there. Who else went over? Kamala Harris and and Nancy Pelosi and McConnell. They all going over there. The guy does more entertaining in a war zone than people in mansions in California. Speaking of that, he bought a house in Miami. Where'd he get the money? And they got all this money that we're sending, and then why do we got to send all the equipment, too? Buy the equipment, like we do. Yeah, a lot more fishy going on over there than they're telling us. No wonder Putin's buddying up with Kim Jong-un and Xi Jinping. Mm Mm-hmm. We're forcing them into their hands. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I see where your Adams is having a difficult time with all the immigrants, huh? All the illegals, huh? Yeah, so is Massachusetts now. Cape Cod. Gee. It's all blowing up on. It's all blowing up on them. What they need to do is go get about two or three hundred thousand from the Uganda, the Congo, Sierra Leone, South Sudan, and bring them over and dump them. You know, what else, you know, why are we sending these countries money if we're supporting their people here? We're still sending money to Honduras, Guatemala, and then 
El Salvador, Nicaragua. Venezuela. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why are you sending, we sending them money they're supposed to take care of, alleviate the problem that they claim that they are fleeing from? And then they're fleeing from the problem we pay for them to take care of. Then they come here, and now they want money and perks. Well, you know, down in South America, they got clean water. They have fresh air. They have all kinds of natural resources and minerals and farmland and everything. These people coming over the border are military-aged men, 18 to 35 years old. Why don't we train them, put them on a plane, and send them back, and they can fix their own country? Well, you know, we talk about those states. They call the, they belong to an organization called the OAS, the Organization of American States, which is basically their UN. Well, why don't the OAS take care of that problem? All the nations right. down there, I think even the United States belong to it, but they have their own UN. They have their own union. So why don't they take care of the problem? If you got a rogue leader in one of those countries, well, then the other countries should form a contingency and go in there and take him out. Yeah, and then that bit of your boy, your boy Adams over there in New York, he said, oh, yeah, because of a madman in Texas. Texas sent yeah. 13,000 immigrants. Where the other 190,000 come from? Yeah, exactly. You're not going to blame a madman in Texas. Now, now Biden wants to have a remain in Texas policy. What is Texas a penal colony now? Get the hell out of here. And who is he to say, okay, you, you got to take all these illegals that I let in? And they're doing it sneaky, too. They're not calling them illegals, and they're saying the border is secure. You know why? It's because they are literally letting them in. And giving them a temporary legal status with this app they have. So they are hurting them to the points of entry. And they're just letting them in. So now they're not illegals. And now their border is secure. Because they're not coming over the border. They're walking right in the door. Because they're being allowed to. And they're communicating with Mexico. Okay, send so many more. And they process them and they say, okay, send some more. And now Venezuela's bragging about how they emptied out their prisons and their insane asylums. They literally <laughs> emptied their prisons. Well, the legal way to come into a country is by way of visa. Right. Visa right. for a certain duration. And if you come in here to work as a migrant worker in agriculture, then it's so designated as so. And it's not forever. Is for a certain period of time. But if you come right. into the country illegally, you are engaged in working, you are engaging in an activity while you are illegal. You're illegally right. doing it. Therefore, I think that your assets that you accumulate while you're engaging in an illegal activity can and should be confiscated. Well, you do it to drug dealers. Well... I don't know about that. They're letting them in so that they're not illegal. They are illegal. It doesn't matter if you let them in or not. They're still illegal. They don't have. Yeah, they are. They really are. They don't have no visas. You know, in reality, they are illegal. They came here illegally. They didn't apply for the visa that you're talking about. And then when Jean-Pierre was asked, well, 
we do have an immigration system, and why don't we just enforce that? She says, well, it's broken. Oh, so you don't like the system we have, so you're just going to ignore it. And she's she a lesbian. She would faithfully she... execute the laws of this country. Well, you know, she can't go back to Haiti. You know that, don't you? Because why? they would kill her. Because why? of her sexual persuasion. They don't put up with that in Haiti. Oh. I didn't know that. A lot of countries don't. That's right. You ain't going to pull that in the Middle East. They're laughing at us. They just think that America has just gone gay and, they're just, you know, we're just a bunch of circus clowns now. And then you got some other, who was he, a mayor or a governor getting paddled by a drag queen? What was that about? Yes, the mayor of Burbank, yes. Yep. I mean, no wonder they think that we're all wackos. Well, something was wrong with him before he got elected. But they faithfully keep electing them. I don't know how we're going to get people not to do that. I don't even know. You know, the, the election is so screwed up now. Do we really even have an election? We gotta we gotta tighten up our ship because something's gotta give. There's a lot of anxiety out there, a lot of it. People are furious, and now today the numbers are out. Trump even said um, prices are up and incomes are down, and that was the job. You can elect. Today. We can elect Trump twenty times if you still got the same people controlling these bureaucrats then mm-hmm. nothing's going to get done. You got to get rid of them. Term limits should not only be for elected officials, they should be for the, these bureaucrats, these workers yeah. in the bureaucrats. That civil service needs to be suspended. You got to get rid of these people because they have some allegiance through nepotism. If you got over 200,000 people working in the bureaucrats, well, they were recommended by who? Congress people. It's nepotism. Yeah. yeah. And everybody's brothers and cousins and aunts and uncles all have good civil service jobs now. And you're right, they get nominated by Congress, and it's just a self-perpetuating machine. Hell, every phone call Trump made, they was monitoring. If he ordered up mm-hmm. hamburgers and pizza, they was monitoring it. Yeah. I don't know how he withstood that. He's still going strong, too. I was listening to a, a clip with Larry Elder, and he played the video, you guys probably heard it, where Hillary Clinton created the rhetoric about uh, Obama being not born a U.S. citizen, being born in Kenya. So, I mean, it wasn't Trump. Otherwise, he was showing that it wasn't Trump that done this. Oh, it was, it Hillary. was Hillary. I remember that. You're he right. Said, it wasn't Trump that said that uh, we have good people on both. He didn't. You said they took it out of content. Is mm-hmm. what they done. Yep. And that's the news that's doing that. So you got that culprit that exists. The news media, main news media, is the most systemic racist organizations in the country. Oh yeah. And they need to be. Who, who gave them? Who gave them the okay to start dogging Biden now? 
start getting on his back. Because I noticed it was an about face Monday. All of a sudden, it's okay to report bad things about Biden. You would have been censored last week. Something changed. But it's, t- it's time well, to get rid I, of him. I, I think I think uh, Kamala's been given the heads up that she's going to be taking over soon. I think so, so too. Um, they, they really pimping her. Keep it quiet. She's been out of the spotlight, not saying anything. And uh, I just think that she is getting ready to come out. They're priming her. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's time that he's just going to say, you know, i, I got to step aside for the good of everybody, and it's been nice. And then they think all these problems will go away with him. But he's but not it's a, really he he will he will not leave, I believe, until this stuff with his son is cleared up. He could just pardon his son now and get it over with. It would yeah, be but that's only for current charges, right? He can't pardon for, for other future stuff. Correct. Yeah, that's probably what he's waiting for, for all the charges to come out and then just do a blanket pardon for the kid. And then he'll sail away merrily. But, yeah, they're they're really getting on him. And it's getting close now because if his son goes down, so does Pelosi's kid, so does John Kerry's kid, so does Romney's kid and Romney's CIA assistant. It's all going to come back to them. They've all been making money. They've all been prostituting the United States. That's what they do. They prostitute the United States. You got these yep. people in these other countries like the Ukraine want to have access. They want to have access without being perturbed. They don't want to have to jump, jump through loose and hurdles. And that's what mm-hmm. these Congress people can give them. They can give them that access, and it comes at a cost. Now, here's the thing. Why come nobody's asking for Joe Biden's tax return? Hunter's tax returns. His family tax returns. Correct. Correct. Because they know what they'll find. They sure quickly asked for Trump's. Remember, yep. they had to stay up all weekend. I think it was like New Year's Eve he released them. And they had to spend all New Year's going to his tax returns. Like 400 pages. Um, and that's not yeah, mandatory. That's, that's something that presidents have usually volunteered from. You remember how they made John Rockefeller produce his and reveal all his ties with businesses and so forth? Yeah. Yeah, well, they literally took Trump to court to get his. Other people, too. Yeah, tax returns are supposed to be private. Only the IRS have the ability to audit your tax return, and if they find something wrong, well, that's a letter between you and them. Your Social Security number was created under the Social Security Act was basically for filing income taxes. It wasn't supposed to be as identifier on your driver's license and all the other mm-hmm. places that it has turned up. Oh, yeah. You can't even get a job without showing it. You can't. There's a lot of things you need you a passport you need it for. Even if you win it, bingo, uh, Price over like I think a thousand dollars. You have to show your yeah, social security card. 
1200 yeah. Yeah, you got to show your Social Security card. So, yeah, it, this is ridiculous. And if you see the three numbers in red on the back, that's your slave number. Yeah. They buy and sell you. You know, you're so many years old and you're still in your prime and your net value worth at this point in time and, and what your potential earnings are throughout your uh, estimated lifespan. And then they borrow money from other countries. And that's how they say that they'll pay them back is because you're going to work for it and you're going to contribute this much money. And if everybody else works for it and contributes it, they're going to pay it back. So they have all kinds of, of ways of of data mining and doing estimates on how much you'll be worth in your lifespan. And then they buy and sell you through the banks. If you look at your Social Security number, turn it over. There's a bunch of numbers, but three of them are in red. That's your slave number. Hmm. They didn't get rid of slavery. They expanded it to include everyone. And we're showing it now. You got people in New York paying 52% of their income in taxes. So if you make 100 bucks, you go home with 48 and the government gets 52. Yep. And the state is the one that gets the most of it. Wow. In California, it's even more. It's almost 60% in California. So out of every 100 you make, you get to keep 40 and they get 60? That's, that's fair. Not cool. yeah, that's, that's absolutely fair. It's yeah, liberal. Cool. Yeah. yeah, it's liberal. Yeah. yeah. They talk about your fair share. What's their fair share? <laughs> you read my mind. To be voluntarily. Yeah, yeah taxes we have, were voluntary. Uh, yeah, on Staten Island now we have because we have uh, uh, homeless, not migrants, but homeless, uh, being housed in a school, a, a closed private school, and uh, there's one of the residents has a recording running 24/7 over loudspeakers in like five or six different languages, saying that it's unsafe where you are. There are cockroaches and and rats there, and you need to leave, and people are leaving. Wow. And they're not doing nothing to shut him down. I don't know I don't know why they didn't try to shut him down. I don't know that they could even you know, I yeah, I figured I figured they would try to say some kind of a news uh uh a noise nuisance. But they haven't they haven't gone that route yet. I that kinda of surprised me that they haven't. That's really bad. You know, how much are people going to put up with? What's going to be the breaking point? When are we going to say, okay, you know, we need each other, and we've got to stop playing this division game, and we, we've got to pull it together because this is all of our country, and we're losing it, all of us. And if we don't come together and come to some consensus pretty soon, we're all in trouble. We're already in trouble. This country has already been taken over. They are just ignoring the Constitution. The Constitution be damned. So that tells you we've already been overthrown. We're going to have to claw it back. 
Well, that's what's going to have to come. Yeah, well, yes, absolutely. You know, a long time ago, we told people, you might not think you're in a revolution, but these communist leftists believe it. So it doesn't matter what you believe. And sure enough, every single word we said has come to fruition. Remember when they wouldn't let us say socialist? Now they march around with Communist Party USA signs. Right. Yep. You know, we, we were calling them communists a long time ago. But now they're just openly bragging about it. And then this Grisham says that no constitutional rights are absolute, even her oath. That tells you she's yeah. a traitor. She needs to go. She took, yeah, she took an oath to uphold the Constitution of the United States of America. And she's not. So, yes, yeah. technically, she is an enemy of the state. Absolutely, she is. That's a good way to put it. She is an enemy of the state. You know, she she even said it out loud. You know, you have uh, you have the, uh, the head of the Chicago Teachers Union. What about it? It's been found out that she's putting her kids in private school. <laughs> <laughs> They all put their kids in private school. But the, the public schools, the, we shouldn't even call them public schools anymore. We should just call, call them government schools. Oh, uh, yeah. The poor, yeah. The poor kids the poor kids are trapped. And now they did one of them, um, Hobbs, she canceled reading, writing, and arithmetic as markers for children to graduate and to learn. They don't have to learn reading and writing and arithmetic anymore. Really? Yeah, so what's the sense of even going to school? Well, let me ask why would you, you something. Send, why would you send your child? Why would anybody send their child right now under these circumstances? If your school is doing this stuff and the parents have no rights and the teacher thinks that she can change your child's gender without even telling you, and she only knows the kid this year, she ain't going to know it next year or she didn't know it last year, but it's up to the teacher or whoever to make life-altering decisions for your child. Why would you send your kid there? Well, here's the thing, too. Why would you ever trust these people again? They don't call uh-huh. your name. They don't told you what they're about. And all of a sudden, they're going to find out that they have problems. And they say, well, time out. Time out. We're all one. We're family. Hell no. I'm not going to be your family. So the division that has been created thus far, the damage is done. Ain't no turning around. There's no compromising. When you sit down on the table to compromise, you usually leave with less than what it was you had when you first sat down. Mm-hmm. You're right. You know, and there's a lot of pressure damage, being put on these kids now. That's, that's the what damage this, this... has been done. Oh, yeah, and it's and it continues. You know, they're making these kids tell, are you straight, are you gay, are you bi, are you non-binary, uh, what are you? You know, these kids don't know what they are, so they just go along with it. And the pressure is immense. The teachers want to know, the counselors want to know, the other kids want to know. Everybody wants to know what your sexuality is. It's nobody's business, first of all. But now these kids are being forced to declare themselves. And then they're getting locked into these boxes. You know, if you say I'm gay, 
then you're going to be treated gay now for the rest of your career in school. Well, what do they want to know that for? I mean, what good? What's the purpose of it? What's the what outcome does it have? So they can groom you. That's why. And that's humiliate all. you. And yeah. humiliate you. And indoctrinate you. And then hold it over your head if you change your mind. Mhm. Oh yeah, and then put it in a database somewhere. somewhere. You know, today the kid wants to be a girl. Tomorrow he wants to be a Ninja Turtle. You know? And then they lock them into it. And a teacher who's only... This is September. The kids are just going back to school. So now this teacher's going to help your kid transition. She just met the kid. And the parents aren't supposed to know about it. I'll try it with my kid. That's all I got to say. My kid's gay, it's gay. We'll handle it. But that's not the school's prerogative. You know, they just automatically assume that the parents are no good and that they're unfit because they might have a problem with you having secrets with their kid or changing their gender. Isn't that something that, you know, you, you should also be included in? You know, you gave birth to a little girl, and then everybody else is calling it a boy behind your back, and you're still thinking it's a girl, and you're the bad guy. Yep. Well, maybe somebody should have clued you in, and you could have worked on it as a family and could have helped the kid through it, What, no matter how it turns out. You know, parents are not unfit. Parent knows their children. But they're even providing clothes and makeup and everything else for these kids. And they're not telling the parents. And that that's disgusting. So, any of you know the latest on Lahaina? I haven't been able to find much. Oh, no, that's, that, that's basically hidden. Yeah, all I know is they put a fence around it and they're not letting anybody in. I heard that a bunch of people in tactical gear showed up on rubber rafts with guns on it and broke into the FEMA trailers and just started giving out supplies to the people. And I heard that they, you know, they were gonna they were roughing up the cops and telling them to take off. So the cops did. That was the last I heard of that. And then I haven't heard another word about anything that's going on in Lahaina. So something serious is going on. And now the the governor thinks that he's just going to confiscate all that land and make a memorial out of it? You mean a government plaza. And they're just going to dole it out to developers. And these people are screwed. That land is worth a fortune. And they're not even letting people go back there. And did they really let those kids out of school, elementary age kids, out of school into an inferno? Or did they put them on a bus and take them somewhere? And now these kids are legally dead, so no one's even going to look for them. Because most schools, if there's a raging inferno in the neighborhood, they they usually put the kids on buses and take them to a safe place, and the parents can pick them up there. Why didn't that happen in Lahaina with the kids? They said they incinerated 
Well, wouldn't you still have bones and ashes and stuff, wouldn't you? Something? No. They, they still don't know how many people are dead. No. And that well, they didn't have no out. bones and ashes on... They didn't have any bones and ashes on Flight 93 at crashed in Pennsylvania. I know. Yeah. Yeah, no fuselage, no nothing there. Just a big hole in the ground. They were real quick with the clean up there. Just a big scorched hole. Not even a hole, just like a, a divot. Um, I drive on, uh, I forget which interstate I'm on, but I passed by it. There's a, uh, there's a, there's an exit, uh, at one of the exits on the interstate in, in PA, they have a sign for Flight 93 Memorial. Like yeah, well, I mean, we can dig up dinosaur fossils from 5,000 years ago, but we can't find the ashes from missing children. <laughs> oh. Hello. <laughs> That's a good point, John. <laughs> yeah. Really, you're on that same island. Yeah, they even have Bigfoot sightings, so you can't find any of those people. I believe those people are dead. If they was on a manifest where they boarded the plane, I believe they did kill those people. Mm-hmm. Because somebody, somebody would have came forth and told, you know, the explosions that was put in the buildings, the drilling and all the moving and cutting, somebody had to work on those crews, and possibly they weren't even Americans. Because Americans, some American would have told, would have got drunk and told something. Right. Yeah, well, two people can keep a secret if one of them is dead. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how they operate. Uh, it's, it's true. It's, it's mind-boggling. You know, a lot of these people had magical disappearances. Remember the seven scientists that were on board that flight that they never found? What was it, MA-180 or something? It yep. flew around and it was loop de in and then it went off to the Maldives and just never to be seen or heard from again. No transponder, no nothing. They think the pilot was dead and it was just flying on autopilot until it just flew out of where to go. They never well, did find that. what the CIA would do. Like they did to that uh, plane that Ron Ronald Brown was on, they take the original transponder and they cut it off, and they take a dummy transponder and put it on a mountain someplace, so the plane flies toward it and crashes into the mountain. That's how they do that. Wow, I didn't think of that. Yeah, and they can run drones over whole countries. How come they can't override a plane? Of course they can. Of course they already can. If the pilot drops dead, they can still land the plane if they want to. And that wasn't a jet that ran into the Pentagon. A, a passenger line of jets not going to fly that close to the ground. And you can look in the pictures and look back away from the building where you got light standards that's still standing. So a plane would have knocked those light standards over. What about a missile? Then one, 
yeah, the one video that shows the exit gate, the mechanical arm, is seeing a blur go by it. That wasn't no plane. That was a missile. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. You're right. It would have knocked down the telephone poles and stuff, huh? It would have knocked down the light standard. Light standard no more 20 feet off the ground. Mm-hmm. In a, in a commercial airline, it's not going to fly that close to and the ground for that long of a distance. It ain't going to happen. And no professional pilot has been able to duplicate and simulate is what, um, what that plane did. No, not on simulators, sitting where it's safe. So you know it wasn't going to do it out in real life. And anyway, then you can see inside the building, and there's file cabinets, there's desks with paper on them. They didn't get burnt up. That's a good point, too. Yeah, there's a lot of questions about that. We're never going to get the answers to them, not in our lifetime. Those things would be locked up solid like the JFK files. And how come they keep putting those back, too? This this guy. His name is Ted Gunderson. He's dead yeah. now. He di- he died in 2011. Or he was murdered. But he was an FBI guy. And he worked a lot of these things. He worked the JFK assassination. He worked the Marilyn Monroe thing. He worked quite a few other things, too. And then he became a private investigator. And they said that he was murdered, and then his family said, no, he died of bladder cancer. I don't know the truth about it, but he had an awful lot to say. If you ever get a minute, look up Ted Gunderson. I've been looking into him, and he had an awful lot to say before he died. I want to say one of our hosts had him on the show in 2010. That would make sense. I think, I think it was Val Volano, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, maybe. But I've been listening to some of his videos and work and stuff, and he yeah. puts a lot of information out that is very thought-provoking. And, you know, the rumor has it that he was he was murdered, he was taken out. But his family said no, that he died of cancer. But, you mm. know, who knows? He, these things happen. And when you're in that life, you know, back to the administrative state, you know, who's really running the place? Well, that's Guys, a good listen, question. I'll back in a little bit. I'm sorry about that. All right. Okay, Vito. That's right, a good yeah. question. And I still say that uh, if Barack Obama does swing the way people are saying he swings, the way this recent guy came out, McClare or whatever, that's a problem with Michelle's mother. Michelle was probably putting up with it just for the But that is a problem with her mother. Her mother is from the age where they don't put up with that crap. Blacks do not put up back then with homosexuality. They don't do it. They would ostracize you to death. Yeah, well, but they had quite the racket goes. going there in Chicago involving him and that Reverend Yeah, now Wright. anything goes. Yeah, well, he was arranging hookups and 
marriages and everything else that Jeremiah right. He had the down low club, remember? That's some despicable stuff. Yeah, well, you know, consenting adults, you want to do whatever you want to do. I, I, I can't get in your way. It's, I'm not even interested in it. But leave the kids out of it, and everybody will be just fine. But as far as cultures and stuff, how many Muslims are going to vote for that? None. That is totally against their religion. Remember when... You know, you you couldn't say anything about the Muslims, and the Muslims were the flavor of the day. And, you know, as soon as you said homosexual, they flipped out. As a matter of fact, that um, Steve Crowder, he did a story, he did one of his reports. He went into a Muslim bakery and asked them to bake him a cake for him and his partner. And they threw him out, literally, like, grabbed him and threw him out. (laughs) Said, no, well, over in Iran, and over in Iran, I've seen pictures where they lynched two men that was on the down low mm-hmm. and married. Yeah, they threw them off rooftops and stuff. I remember those stories. You know, and look at these athletes, like the one that, that she brought a vape over to Russia. Hated yeah. America, didn't want to... You know, acknowledge our flag, wanted to take a knee and all that. Boy, when she got pulled up by the Russians for bringing the marijuana into their country and put in jail. Oh, she's been help, standing help up for the national anthem since she's been back. Or he's Good. been back, whatever gender that is. Yeah, well, it's smart now, right? Yeah. It's not popular to take a knee. You know, some people do love their country still. But uh, yeah, everybody wants to be an influencer and... You know, people think they're all so special. We better lay that off, too. You know, it's not all about the individual anymore. We need the collective now. We all got to pull ourselves together. Yeah, but if you say it's all for the collective, then that's the code word for communism, though. No, 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 no. I mean collective Americans. No, I don't don't mean, you know, the good of all collective for the communism. I mean, collectivism. Yeah. All Americans, of all persuasions, we have to come together. We gotta call a truce or something. You know, they got us all believing that we hate each other and we don't. We need each other. And if we don't well, have each other, what, none of us are gonna come out on top. None of us. You can call you can call truce all you want. Some people ain't gonna do that. I've been knowing them, watching them for too long. Look at the Kansas City Chiefs game where the NFL. Yes, let him oh, play Lester Voices. Lester Voices sing. Now, I'm black. You know, but no one asked me did I want this to be my national anthem. They just come up with this stuff and try to force it and push it on people. And then mm-hmm. when people boo it, the first thing they want to say, well, white folks is racist. Well, hell, the blacks, they're booing it also, dummy. This is the United States of America. We have one national anthem. We do not want to divide our people. We well, want one yeah, national you're right. anthem. We don't want we don't want to divide it, but those on you you have those that and yeah. that do. That's why they're doing it. Cuz they want black people to think that they're isolated and that they're not part of this great country that, you know, everything is 
separate, and it's you not. You know, you got black groups. You know, you got black groups that tell that will tell black students that go and get high advanced degrees, and will go to work for people like Caterpillar, go to work for people like NASA, go to work for Boeing, Northwood Grumman, Lockheed. Mm-hmm say that you shouldn't do that because all you're doing is advancing white supremacy? Oh, my goodness. I was just thinking those are really great jobs. Yeah, so what are you supposed yes. to do? Go work for the local liquor store and that's it? That, that That's your work? Look, I'm telling you. Oh, I, I know, know what you're saying. I'm just saying, what, what do they expect you I to know do? What you're just saying. work at McGMO for true. 30 years for, for minimum but, wage? I guess uh, so. And then uh, you'll I, say, I can't afford nothing, so keep voting Democrat? I guess really, so. Who's the I racist? show the person. That's, yeah, keeping, I show the, the person. that's keeping the black people down. You're telling them not to, do, not to advance themselves like that. Those are wonderful jobs. Exactly. If you can do that job, go get it. But I'm telling you, they, it goes on, man. Oh, I know it does. Doesn't that cause a hopelessness in the community? Well, you that's know, the idea the most, because, most you can achieve because if you is, could, if you could pull yourself up, member. Joanne, you won't be looking for handouts. And if you're look, not looking for handouts, then the Democrat Party can't do anything for you. So right. the Democrat Party can only help you if you are looking for handouts. Right. They get you used to getting a check and then threaten you with stopping the check if you try to advance yourself. Now, you know, you've got a short thing on one hand. So they keep you from taking the chance. They take. They keep you from even striving for greatness, which is what we want everyone to do. This is this. Mm-hmm. This is America. You know, if a black person wants to get a high degree and go work at those places, you go. I'm going to stand there and root for you. You can do this. Well, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of young people that are working for these places. You don't hear anything about them. A lot of young blacks is doing very well, exceptionally well. I was, you know, there's a school down in in, uh, in Louisiana, and I was looking at the stats. It has about ninety. It's a high school, nine through twelve. It has about ninety percent graduation rate. The numbers, the percentage of students that's proficient in math and reading is above eighty percent. And it's about wow. 60, 65% minority. Now, you know what the they name of the school is? should be the model is? for the country. The name of the school is Benjamin Franklin. I kid you not. People can look it up. Wow. Public school review keeps track of all the public schools in the country. It's not named Malcolm X, not named Martin Luther King. It's named Benjamin Franklin. So that tells you something right there. But there are students in schools that do very well you don't hear nothing about them, though. Yeah, well, those schools that are putting out numbers you know? like that, those are the ones we should be using as models. Maybe it's the best thing that they are quiet. True. Somebody will come and screw it up on them. But really, those are great numbers, and, and we should all be looking at their model and, and try to replicate it. Every school, they're putting out 80% proficiency when you have zero 
90% of the kids in Chicago were proficient. Do you know that? None of the kids were proficient on their grade level in reading and math. So we shouldn't be modeling after them, should we? And that's that Laurie Lightfoot, when she was in office, and she said, well, they may not know reading, writing, and arithmetic, but they know an insurrection when they see it. No, was it her or was it the one in California that said that? It might have been the one in California, the, the um, head of the school, the, the education secretary. They might not be able to read and write, but they know an insurrection when they see it. That was so despicable. We don't send you to teach them that. We send the children to you to teach them to read. And if you're not going to teach them to read and write and do arithmetic, well, then why are we sending the children? You know, we should form co-ops and stuff. We should model after that Benjamin Franklin school. And anybody who... I was wrong. I I was wrong in my... my, uh report. If the grade is nine to twelve, it's got a thousand eight students. Student teacher ratio is seventy seventeen to one. The minority enrollment is sixty five percent. Graduation uh-huh. rate ninety seven percent. Overall testing rank top one percent. Math proficiency ninety one percent. Reading proficiency ninety eight percent. Wow. Those are even better numbers than you had said originally. It's at 2001 Leon Leon C. Simon Drive, New Orleans, Louisiana, 70122. Nice. Yeah, well, they should be the model for the country. And this is a public school. And it's a public school? It's a charter school. Oh, it's a charter school, yeah. And they're probably doing it for a lot less than the... Other the public schools are uh, charging, <clears throat> putting out like twenty-seven grand a year each for some of these students. When the charter schools are like twelve grand a year for this, it's almost double. And the charter schools are doing it a lot better for a lot less. That's another thing. Where's the money? Who's making that money? You know, you even got to supply your own paper and pencils and and notebooks. And you, When the kids go to school, they have to go with a ream of paper. Every kid has to bring a ream of paper. Why we don't give them enough money to buy paper for the students? What about the students who can't afford paper? They do without... Uh, are the other students providing it for them, or how does that work? You know, we should supply the schools. The, the books are falling apart, and in the new books, I'd rather them try to tape the old books together. At least there was a little bit of truth to them. The books these days, oh, my goodness. Did you all hear Senator Kennedy the other day? From oh, reading that book? Yeah, I, I saw that. Oh, my goodness. I don't believe he did it. But... There was a guy there who was fighting to not ban books in school. Yeah, the Secretary and, of Education. And he he sat there like the liberal that he is and didn't want to answer anything on that. 
that was the funniest thing I had seen all week. Now, I know it was filthy, but that was the intent. But And it, it, I, I think I needed a shower and a cigarette after listening to Kennedy, too. He's not really the guy that I would expect to be reading that type of stuff. But that was something else, and he did. He got it into the permanent record, too. You know, in this school, you got 17% of the students available for free lunch, 4% reduced lunch. The population is 59% female and uh, 41% male. You've got about 20%, look like it's 30% black, or maybe it's either 20% Asian or 20% black. I can't tell the colors are on the pie chart. is almost the same. 35% white, and then you got others. But what you have here, you got young people, you got 30% black, and Asian is 20%. What you have, these families, the families are, are have these expectations from their children. No matter if they're poor, they have expectations from the children, and the children obey their parents. Right. And they provide them with as much as they possibly can. And a lot of the things, resources and things, are free. They are absolutely free. You don't have to pay for them. They're free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, obviously the parents are very well invested in the children, at least in that school. Because they couldn't do it without the parents, you know the parents. No, you can't do it without the, the parents and outside. the family. Right, the parents. You got and the to family. have it. Yes, yes, you do. Ninety-one percent male, ninety-eight percent reading of the students. Those are beautiful scores. You damn right they are. I'm so impressed. Yeah, if I was working at that school or a teacher at that school, I'd be flashing those numbers everywhere. But then again, you're right, it might be good to be quiet. Somebody will screw it up on you. And plus, I'm sure that they'll have an enrollment list that's as long as the the highway. People trying to get in that school. Everybody wants that for their child. So, we didn't play Broccoli Man yet. No, I know. I've been kind of waiting. All right, so maybe we should take a break now where there's a pause. You want, you guys want to stick around for Broccoli Man? Well, I do. I'll stick around. Well, I knew you did. Yeah, I want to see. <laughs> I want to see what Broccoli Man is talking about. All right, well, let's do this. You got the link? Uh, yeah, of course. I already have Alrighty. it pulled up. I'm ready when you are. Okay. All right, so I'll count down. So this is the debate, uh, the monthly debate. So uh, if you're on Rumble, it's debate 2023. So we'll count down. Three, two, one, action. Hello again, everyone. We have another great debate here tonight regarding a bunch of topics in the news. 
This debate is sponsored tonight by Liza Nikiparmasia Dickles. We have created a new COVID variant. So please rush out to your local China Mart and get your new gene therapy. Remember if anyone dumbass asks you if they are safe and effective, you tell them it is the safest gene therapy ever. That is why the inserts are always blank. Tonight we will feature the completely wrong view that is thought by babies who are not liberal. I am not sure. We have the liberals who always consider the correct point of view. The loving and liberal. <laughs> Why am I the only black person on the something dugger? And we are lucky today to have with us the CEO of Lysenica Pharmacia Dickles. He is also selling the Lysenica suicide pods. Eventually all of the 99% us will die. So why not choose to die right now in one of the Lysenica suicide pods? Anyway, we have Mr. Gelabalist. Don't worry, I hate you all and I will reduce the carbon by starting you removing your pathetic souls from this earth first. Gelabalist is generous enough to offer everyone a discount on your gene therapies if you order right now using promo code NOLIABILITY. Don't forget to get your Lysenica Freedom Microchip so you can have everything you do monitored and recorded at all times. It is the absolute best way to keep you safe. I love my Freedom Microchip. Our first topic tonight, what do you about the fake news that we are bringing back all the COVID mandates? There is rumor that we are selling the false rumor that there are going to be new gene therapy requirements, wearing scans, and lockdowns again. Broccoli man, you can go first since you are wrong. Well, actually. A yutz says what? No being a yutz, I would not know. But all the globalists who need to be arrested for killing the 99% say, huh? <laughs> anyway, back to our question for the liberals. Do we need to start wearing scams again? Absolutely. I never stopped wearing my scam. It saves us from global warming. Wearing scams is the absolute best way to stop COVID. It also tells everyone that you are a Democrat. If you are not wearing a scam in public, it means that you are a dumb Republican. And racist. Don't forget racist and against gay people and women. What about when you flip the box off scams over it? It says the following. This scam does not protect at all whatsoever from COVID. Plus all the other studies that even fake news has said that scams do not work. But you are very misinformed. It absolutely works. Scams work for mind control. The more we force people to wear scams, the more we can sell our gene therapies. We need to promote the fear. We need those 99% useless pieces of trash to cover their nasty faces and go get blood clots and myocardic ties by getting these gene therapies and die. I hate you all and want you to die. Exactly, G-Libelist. Excellent point. We all have to wear our scams and go get those gene therapies. Next question. Is it a good idea to ban all kitchen appliances and heating and cooling homes to stop global warming? Liberals, you go first. 
If you ban everyone from having kitchens, that does not affect me. I only eat plant-based and only eat raw food. I stopped taking showers because I do not want Earth's temperature to go up 1.3 degrees in 2,000 years. Huh? Our campus at Southern Hampshire Institute in Technology took out our ceiling fans, heaters, and air conditioners. They took out our microwaves this semester. But if it means we have to give up our comforts to make sure Donald Trump is not president, then I support it. SHIT is one of the best liberal schools ever. I'm ready to eat some arts and helps and nothing just like Geolopolis says. We just need a great new president like Michael Robinson Obama. Michael Robinson Obama is a very nice lady. Martha, if we can get these useless eaters to West Cams, they will shut up their yaps and stop wasting precious carbon. We need to severely limit the amount of carbon they use until we can create a device that can turn carbon dioxide into air we can breathe. Until we can do so, we need to euthanize all you something that cares. We already have those devices all over the earth. They are called trees. Why is this bag allowed to talk on this show? Why is it we cannot just have a picture of him instead so we do not have to hear him eight things against our narrative? I need to go over there and put my fists against his thick skull. You try it. I never had one gene therapy so my health is still at full strength. That is not cool. He is a voice. I got only one of my gene therapies and had 58 blood clots and 32 heart attacks. And I still get my gene therapies. Okay, let's get our third question out. Would you support Robert F. Kennedy Jr. for president? Is Brandon too old? Absolutely not. He is Walter Trump. He is against gene therapies and is against the Ukraine war. Robert Kennedy was secretly a Republican. He is against our freedoms to make sure everyone gets gene therapies. Hems is not black. We need Michael Robertson Obama. He is the only black candidate. Larry Elder and Tim Scott are both black. Why not look at their platforms? But they are not black like us. They are Republicans. <laughs> I hope Democrats are black. That's not how it works. You need to shut up the face. You need to stop sharing fake news and promoting the freedom life. I wish Brandon would indict you for a crime so you would not be able to stop these crimes that take place. We need to defend the police and stop arresting people for things like murder and car thefts. In California, black people are no longer going to be as arrested as long as they vote Democrat. Governor Gruesome knows what's up. He is way strict on crime. That is why so many people are leaving California. Republican voters hate how strict and law-abiding he is in shutting down crime. Please tell us about the crime rate in San Francisco and Los Angeles. Stores and cities are shutting down and moving because of too much crime. People do drugs and crap in the streets. Employees are too scared to go to work because they are mugged in the parking lot. If someone gets mugged going into work, that does not affect me. I do not work. 
is Tarpon for Beezing Black. Also we get Tarpons for Beezing Trans. Please explain how you are productive to society. Just by sitting home and being a trans person. We do not care. Martha, can we please end this so I can shoot my gun at Mr. Broccoli? He does too much to hurt our crime syndicate. We are doing our best to remove these 99% vaginal yeast infections from this earth. He is thwarting our efforts to get Earth's population to under 500 million. Okay, that is our cue that our debate is over tonight. Please check out Proof Negative Weeknights on freedomizerradio.com. I would rather clip a cup lost to the freeway until we get gas power cars off the road. I would also go with my to glue my kumquats to the freeway. We need to fight climate change and Elon Musk. Please get your gene therapies and freedom microchips. Liza Nicola also wants you to get the suicide pods. Good night, everyone. Wow, that was really good, Proof. I'm taking notes over here. The global, the global warming has been one and a half degrees in 2,000 years. Well, they yeah, said I like that, that about the... I took it because they said that. Mm-hmm. And, uh... They were saying about the looting of the stores and stuff. Did you, did you see in Chicago that the governor wants to open government stores? They want a, a public-private partnership because there's no stores in certain areas people have to travel really far we talked about that yeah and he said he was going to glue himself to the pavement or something that's a new thing huh gluing yourself you know what what gets me also uh, on these things is now chicago they're they're trying to tell people only shoot only shoot each other at night because then the kids are inside Oh well, I'm getting ready. To, I'm getting ready to cut out to you, folks. I'll All catch right. you later on. Thank hey, you, thank Bianchi. you for coming in, Bianchi. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for the opportunity. Talk to you later. Can you imagine how, how Joanne, the mayor, is going to come out and tell you to only shoot at night uh, because you don't want to shoot kids? That that uh, I, I can't believe we're putting up with this. Yeah, I can't believe that either. Yeah, um, shouldn't they say, you know, don't shoot at all and maybe we can, you know, find other avenues or something? Just don't shoot each other in the daytime? That's what wow. it's about. That's just, where do they come up with this stuff? It's liberal, though. Mm-hmm. That's and you were talking about the masks. I found a little statement from the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons. It says, as mass mandates are contrary to the fundamental medicine principle of informed consent, all masking mandates currently in place must be rescinded and no further mandates should be imposed. Furthermore, since mass mandates for viral illnesses provide no clear benefits while creating potential for harm, individuals should be empowered to choose to not observe such mandates that are either currently in existence or that may be imposed in the future. 
It's a, here's a list of harms. It says, concerning the potential for harm, there are at least 60 studies and reports that illuminate downsides of masking and face covering in different scenarios and among varied patients. For example, prolonged use of masks is not a neutral event and, in fact, can cause harm. Prolonged use of N95 and surgical masks by healthcare professionals during COVID-19 has caused adverse effects such as headaches, rash, acne, skin breakdown, and impaired cognition in the majority of those surveyed, not the minimum, not the minority, the majority of those surveyed. It says the findings indicate that wearing the N95 mask for 14 hours significantly affected the physiological, biochemical, and perception parameters in negative fashion. So it harmed all that stuff. And then it says that it hinders the acquisition of speech and language in children. And overall, the research to date demonstrates that the visible articulations that babies normally see when others are talking, are play, they play a key role in their acquisition of communication skills. And it goes on. It says uh, experimental data has shown carbon dioxide content in inhaled air rises on an average 13,000 to 13,750 ppm no matter whether the children wear a surgical or an FFP2 mask. So that's far beyond the level of 2,000 ppm considered the limit of acceptability. So you're literally suffocating the children a little at a time. And it says this estimate's rather on the low side. So, you know, and society requires facial recognition. So it's affecting how we communicate with each other, not just the children. Now... The CDC said that, now this is their own data. It's on the CDC government's own site. It says 1 million mRNA COVID shots for teens will prevent 0 to 1 COVID death and cause 100,000 to 200,000 severe side effects. That's on the CDC's own site. And now they want babies six months old to get these these shots. Now, you know babies are on their mother's immune system until they're like 18 months old. Those babies don't need, as long as the mother's immune system is fine, the baby's immune system is fine too. Whatever the mother's immune to, the baby will be immune to too until it's like 18 months old. And I know that for a fact because I know a kid whose mother had hepatitis, and the kid was, even though they took steps for the kid to not get the hepatitis that they had gave the mother a C-section, the baby was testing positive for hepatitis until it was 18 months old, and then it started testing negative when it was on its own immune system. But they want you to give it to a six-month-old baby because if there's any adverse effects, you're not going to know it. If you saw a change in your 18-month-old, after it had a vaccine, you would know that the vaccine caused that. But in babies, if they give it a vaccine, they can just tell you, well, the kid was born that way. The kid was born with a heart defect or the kid was born with autism or something. But people have said that they've noticed the change in the baby after vaccines, but they still chalk it up to a birth defect. But the kid doesn't even need any vaccines until it's at least 18 months old. And the vaccines these days are not like the vaccines that Jonas Salk come up with. Correct. You know, they used to use eggs as a binder. And then people were allergic to eggs, so they started using thimerosal. 
And then they found out that that was dangerous and causing brain damage. So they, they used aluminum. And now they're using fetal cells. What if you're not compatible with the fetal cells? Now they're using mRNA. So they're injecting viruses into the kid's DNA. It's altering their DNA. So now you're not just human. You're a walking, talking virus, too. Don't give babies these shots. And they said that in the teens, they're going to give out a million shots, and it might save zero to one life, but it's going to affect 200,000 people adversely. Why would they do that? Did you see... What is the rationale? Did you see a couple days ago when even Dr. Frotty himself came out and admitted that that uh, these gene therapies will give you myo, or there's a good chance it will give you myocarditis, but you sh- you should still get it. And and does that sound like a rational person that would say such a thing? How do you ever get to the position that he's in? Oh, it's going to cause a heart condition, but you should take it anyhow because he wants you dead. Yes. Yeah. Take your heart attack pill. Take your heart attack shot. Oh, you're good and healthy here. Have a heart attack shot. Is it going to cure you? No. Is it going to stop you from getting sick? No. Is it going to stop you from getting someone else sick? No. But take it anyhow. Here, have a heart attack. Hmm. Oh, my goodness. You got young people, 22, 23 years old, dropping dead on baseball fields and soccer fields. You know, an 18-year-old, how old is that Bronny kid? And, and they won't tell you whether or not he was vaccinated so he could attend the college that requires well, we vaccination. we all know he was because LeBron basically, without saying it, said it. He had to be vaccinated to attend the college. Yes, and they LeBron required. also said that he, that they decided as a family they would all get it. And now his kid, who is destined for greatness and a superstar, has a heart condition. Yes. So now they've robbed this kid of a, of a, of a bright future. And then LeBron won't even come out and talk about it, because if he did, that would change things. Mm-hmm. But they're, they're married things. to it. Yeah. The other day, yesterday, on the 5, that Jessica Tadoff, they were talking about the vaccine, and Judge Janine was saying about how, you know, maybe you shouldn't give it to babies. And Tadoff said, what do you care? You're vaccinated. And the judge looked at her like, who are you to put my private information out? Now, that's against her HIPAA and everything else. And the Tadoff didn't didn't even register that she had just overstepped her line. But I was like, like they don't even care. Be, you know, it was going to be it was almost a cat fight on that show, and you could see the whole morale of the show just changed right then. Good, it's just a bunch of the same people blathering about the same thing, anyhow. You know, we talk and talk and talk and talk and talk, but when are we going to do? When are we going to come together? Because that's the only thing that's going to save us, coming together. 
got to find a way. We need leaders. And they're doing everything in their power to keep us separated, and whether it's politics. And they're, they're jerking us around with this impeachment thing, and then just jerking us around with the vaccines, and they're jerking us around with all of it. It's getting to the point where you, you don't believe any of them. You know, and then they, they distract us with this manhunt that's been going on now. They finally caught him. And, of course, you know, they got the hero dog, Yoda, Malamute, and bit the kid. But they, they chased this guy around, and they had people, you know, not really locked in their house, but suggested they suggested strongly that they stay home, and they locked their doors, and they locked their garage, and they locked their cars, and the neighborhood was surrounded with cops and stuff. They, at one point, had even suggested calling in the National Guard to find this one guy. Um, he escaped out of a, a prison. Who designed that prison? The, the guy, did you see how he escaped, Proof? No. He put his feet on one wall and his hands on an opposite wall and, like, crab crawled up the... Oh, I heard about wall. that, yes. Yeah, and, and there's, there was a skylight, and he just let himself out, the, out through the roof of, of the prison. How was he in this place unattended to be able to pull that off, to to scale that wall like that? You know when you're a kid and you, and you climb the doorways? Yeah. Well, that that's kind of what he did. It was a narrow hallway, and he just put his feet on one wall, and he put his hands on the opposite wall. And he was able to get away, and he was able to steal cars, and he was able to keep, like, four or five different communities at bay with saturation of police. He was a murderer. He murdered somebody in Brazil, and I don't know how he got to the United States. How did he get out of Brazil? If he was convicted of murder, did he escape a prison in Brazil? And, and if he did, how? And then how did he get to the United States? Well, or did, did they, they just let him out of prison? empty out the prison? Right. Or did they just let him out of prison and put him on a bus and say, get out of here, you're too expensive to keep for the rest of your life? No. And Probably then he killed his girlfriend. He, he stabbed her like 38 times in front of her children, a 7-year-old and a 4-year-old. So those kids are mocked for life. But, I mean, you stab somebody, you stab them five, six, seven, eight times. Don't you get tired? 30-something times he stabbed this woman? That's rage. <clears throat> so now he's already killed twice. And then they said he got a gun out of somebody's garage and that the homeowner shot at him don't know if he hit him obviously it didn't hit him he was bleeding in his mug shot but that's because the dog bit him in the forehead hmm. but yeah they kept us glued to the tv with all of that you know that's what it, a lot of people were talking about not about the country not about inflation not about spending $400 a month more for the exact same groceries you bought a year ago. Um, nobody brought that up, that the report came out that inflation is still rising, which is not as fast. So they call that a win. And interest rates are rising, but not as fast. So now you buy a house for $300,000. If you paid a 2% on a 30-year 
like a 2.5%, you end up spending like $400,000, $470,000 or something like that for the house. But now you're paying $700,000 for this house over the 30 years. So that's $300,000 more with the interest over the 30 years. So you buy a $300,000 house, you're paying $750,000 over time. What a ripoff. But that's Bidenomics. Even that was a ripoff. It used to be Reaganomics, remember? Well, yeah, but if you're par- if you're doing a parody, then that's fine. Because that's what yeah. he did. So it's like the exact opposite of Reaganomics. So I don't look at it as plagiarizing. I think of it as a parody. Oh, yeah. So he's just, It's he's like the Weird Al version. Oh, I see. Yeah. And this Iran deal, all right, they are so full of it with this Iran deal. Donald Trump wrote on his truth, he said, can you believe that crooked Joe Biden has given $6 billion to the terrorist regime in Iran? That money to be used for terrorism all over the Middle East and indeed the world. This incompetent fool is absolutely destroying America. He had the audacity to announce this terrible deal today, September 11th. To pay for hostages will lead to kidnapping, ransom, and blackmail against Americans across the globe. He said, I freed many of our dozens of people from various unfriendly countries and never paid a dime, which is true. He got all his hostages back and never paid a dime. Remember, he got the North Korean hostages back and some uh, some Iranian hostages back. But And then that Kirby... The spokesman there for the Department of Defense, he comes out and he's saying, well, we'll have control over how that money's spent. And the Ayatollah got on TV and said, no, you don't. That's our money. We'll spend it however we choose to. I mean, so that was just a smack right in his mouth. It it took a matter of minutes for the Ayatollah to come out and say that after Kirby had mouthed off and said that they're going to control it. He said, no, the hell you ain't. So, on 9-11, you trade five hostages for five people we had been holding to, plus $6 billion. That sounds more like a ransom than a deal. Who made that deal? That was not a good deal. Sounds like the same people that uh, that paid uh, that gave all those hostages back, and 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 we got Bergdahl back. Oh, that was disgusting. Yeah, he learned it from Obama. Bergdahl, who was yeah. a traitor, who walked off and joined the Taliban, and taught himself uh, pushed on the, the language. Remember, his father was speaking to him in that language. The guy's been gone a few months. You think he forgot English? Yeah. And they try to play it off like he did. That was a whole setup right there. How did this kid learn that language so fast? Did he know it all his life? Or then how about the father? Didn't take him long to learn it either, right? To talk to his son in case he had forgotten English. 
And then they had a whole White House thing and said he served with distinction. No, he didn't. He was a traitor. Remember we were on Twitter and that kid, the soldier, was talking about it. He had had a couple of drinks and he was saying he's not a hero, he's a traitor and I was in his company and that's when, um, oh, what the hell is his name? He used to have an afternoon show. Black guy, he was a say, he was in the Navy. Anyhow, he had a talk show and he jumped in and took it off of Twitter, took him to the side. My God, I know this guy's name like I know my own. Anyhow, that blew up big. And now you give $6 billion, that puts a uh, target on every American traveling abroad. I mean, just kidnapping Americans is quite a lucrative business, isn't it? You pay six $6 billion for five Americans, plus you give back five of their guys. Do you know how dangerous that is to people who travel? All of these wacko factions are going to be trying to grab up Americans all over the world. Well, maybe they could, maybe they could grab Brandon. Nah, ain't nobody going to grab Brandon. Are you kidding me? He's pain in the neck. You'd become a nuisance if you had to babysit him. <laughs> you hear about that, um, the problem with Elon Musk, too, with the Starlink? They are flipping out because Musk wouldn't turn on Starlink so right. that Ukraine could pull off some operation like a um, a sneak attack. And he didn't do it. So it was the Ukrainians that were demanding he turn on this Starlink. But Biden's actually the reason he didn't, on top of he wasn't going to get involved in it either. He didn't want to. But Biden had shut that off and, and banned him from turning Starlink on. And he didn't hear it from the United States. It was the Ukrainians that were demanding it. But Musk says, I don't really know what their issue is. And that's how the richest man describes the apparent beef that the Biden administration has with him. Apart from calling them on their bullshit, enabling free speech platforms for others. It says specifically, Elon Musk told the panel on the All In Podcast Summit yesterday that there does seem to be some significant increase in the weaponization of government and really sort of misuse of prosecutorial discretion in many areas. I think this is really a dangerous thing for there to be partisan politics with government agencies. And then, Elon, does the Biden administration have it out for you and why? And that's what the David Sachs, the host, had asked him, right? And he said, ah, whatever gave you that idea, must joke. He said, I don't think the whole administration has it out for me. But I think there's probably aspects of the administration. And he said, the, as a reminder, the DOJ and SEC are currently investigating Tesla for allegedly allocating funds to a secret project to build Musk a house, a house which he's denied, by the way. So uh, said, let me just uh, let me share this with you, Joanne, real quick. So sure. I'm just reading here. I'm just going through my spy book news, and it says Local 3 News. Impeachment inquiry. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy announced 
he is calling to open a formal impeachment into President Joe Biden, even though the allegations that he profited uh, and his son profited off the son's foreign business dealings have been proven false over and over again. Right? They haven't been proven anything, first of all. Yeah, of course they're going to come out with that. Didn't they just say, you know, that the media has to get all over this? Didn't he just give them their marching orders, probably? Right. Yeah. Well, now they're all going to do the cover-up. Even though they've been told not to by the court. Right. Even though they're not just the court, the Supreme Court. Yes. Yeah. That's... You can't believe anything the media says. You know, they tell us. They always, always tell us. We were just reading it. How they tell us. Oh, something else I wanted to get into before it gets too late. Did you see that McGMO announced that they are getting rid of all of their self-service soda fountains because they... They said now it's not fair to all the people that order from Grubhub because they don't get a chance to get free refills. Yeah. That's a bunch of garbage. Yeah, we know that it's all about those assault sodas. Right. Yeah, first, yeah, the assault sodas. Yeah, well, they, they want to limit their soda intake. But also, it has nothing to do with fairness. You know, people that come into the business... That's one of the perks of actually showing up in person and having a soft drink. But they say, you know, people overdo it and they'll sit there and they'll drink their soda and then they'll refill it and leave. Well, isn't that what free refills are about? Right. You know, so it's it's more of, of uh, portion control. It's always control. But they don't care about fairness. McDonald's has a, the McDonald's restaurant in every corner. And now Grubhub, you know, Grubhub charges 39% for delivery. That's a big Do number. They, I don't know. I've never used it. Yeah. Um, they wanted to charge my daughter and her business 39% to be associated with Grubhub. Hmm. So she would have to raise her prices to accommodate them. And she told him, no, no, thank you. DoorDash, too. That's a lot of money. So for every $10, you owe them 390 No. I mean, it's a good racket. They don't have to do anything. They don't have to make a product. All they have to do is bring it, and they get a piece of whatever product is made. So you own a business, and you put this all out and everything, and just for delivering it... They get a PCR action. Yeah, I've never. I don't like delivery services. I barely even like pizza delivery. And I, I, I the only way I will ever do pizza delivery is if I'm entertaining, and it's spur of the moment, and I can't leave. Yeah. I will go get it. I don't even like drive-through. I, I like to go in. You know, the, the convenience is one thing. But yeah, I like to see my food being prepared and served and delivered and all of that. I like to, you know, 
go to the place myself. Um, there's a Chinese restaurant that I I go to that I do have delivery. But everything else I pick up. And pizza. I make my own pizza. I have a brick in my oven. So I'm kind of spoiled with the menu. I have a chef who lives there, me. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not bad myself. Yeah, you're a really good cook. And you you can put together some concoctions that are more healthy than what most people cook. You don't need a lot of processed foods either. No, it's just that sometimes if I'm in a time crunch, but other than that, as long as I'm not crunched for time, I can put something together. Yeah. And your wife, she has a good balanced diet. She knows what she knows what she likes and doesn't. I was impressed with the way you guys eat and order on the menu and stuff. Well, I don't know. You know I had that doing. garbage plate that one time, and that was the only thing that didn't bother me that week. Yeah, well, you you were having a bad stomach that week, and it really wasn't garbage, though. It was in a, a nice restaurant, and it was actually put together pretty well. Yeah. To call it garbage, but it was a lot better than some processed thing. At least it was, you know, freshly made. I enjoyed that restaurant. Yeah, too bad they're no longer in business. They sold to somebody else. Did they? Yeah. Hmm. Well, you know, we have, we're in a, in a world of hurt in this country. On purpose, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was all designed long ago. They just picked up the pace because they had a little glitch. His name was Trump, and they weren't... They did everything to not let Trump in, and somehow he got in. And he wrecked their whole thing because he started pulling out all kinds of information and, and exposing a lot of things. And they didn't know how to stop him. And now even the Republicans are trying to stop him. Everybody's trying to stop this guy. That should tell us everything we need to know. The voters aren't trying to stop him. No, the voters are not. And the voters are paying attention to who is trying to stop him. You know, the country was going good. Things were affordable. You know, we were energy exporting. Now we don't even, you know, remember Biden said, I will not stop fracking. And then the day he got elected, he stopped fracking. Didn't even that wait was a the day. very first thing he did right before he started those scam mandates. That that, right. that was one and the first and the second thing that he did. Yeah. And now there's bans on LNG being transported by rail, and there's no permitting for drilling. You know, even private... Oh, and there's well, no reserves. Nope, there's no reserves. There's no fracking, no drilling, no pipelines. You know, people act like that Keystone Pipeline is the only pipeline we're going to have in the country. Do you know how many pipelines that run through this country all day, every day? They are literally everywhere. They're underground. They're underwater. Well, they were everywhere. Well, they're still yeah, there. Yeah, they're not they're operational just now. Used. Yeah, they're not operating now. They shut them all down. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's going to freeze people to death. And he's going to overheat people. He's not going to have air conditioning. He doesn't even want you to burn wood. They're banning burning wood, wood-burning stoves. Well, they want to ban ceiling fans. 
but Bill Gates wants to burn down trees. Yes. Well, heating fuel would be a way to do it, but, you know, we need the trees. And we need the oceans. You know, they keep messing with the oceans, too. With these windmills and the drilling and the <clears throat> explosions underground and the testing. and I mean, they're always rattling something under there and killing off the whales and the fish and growing algae all over the place and suffocating the fish because it eats all the oxygen. Why are they trying to get rid of oxygen? Trying to get rid of trees. They're putting algae all over the place for biofuel, they're purposely growing algae on the mouths of rivers where they empty into the oceans or the gulfs or whatever. And those cause dead spots in the ocean. They they eat the oxygen out of the ocean, so it suffocates the fish. And they want to be in fishing. You know, you can get arrested for fishing without a fishing license. Oh, right, yeah. Even if you're throwing the fish back. And uh, and if you have a fishing license, that's per pole, so you can't have two poles and, and one license. Yeah, it's unbelievable that a person needs a license to eat or even to fish, you know, and especially if you're putting the fish back, you're not even taking the fish. You're just looking at it, taking a picture and putting it back. But they, and you got to have a license for that. And marriage licenses, those should, you know, that's another thing. That used to be up to the churches. The churches used to keep the census and used to record marriages and stuff. But now that civil society has taken them over, it's even costing you more and more money for a marriage law. You've got to pay the government so you can get married. That's ridiculous. You don't need to pay the government so you can get married. You don't need to pay the government so you can fish. There are all kinds of things you need a license for. Wow. We've got some science news. There's a new poppy seed-sized fuel pellet that could power nuclear reactors on the moon. This says that scientists have developed a nuclear fuel source no larger than a seed, which NASA will test for use in future moon missions. So that sounds hopeful, tiny fuel cells, because we're just talking about storage and batteries, and, you know, you need them bigger and bigger and bigger, and now they come out with this little tiny one as big as a poppy seed. So that does sound promising. I have a lot of of inventions with energy. I have designs and stuff. I don't know how to get them patented yet. But everything is energy. Everything you do is energy. Blinking your eyes gives off energy. Can you imagine if you had, like, all right, you know those those little electrodes that they put on you when they do an EEG, when they check your heart. If you wore some of those that could collect energy movement, it could power source or power store. You know, you wear a belt that's a battery, 
and just moving and blinking and walking and stuff could energize this battery. You could plug your house into it, your car into it. Just breathing gives off energy. Moving your fingertips gives off energy. Everything around you is energy. And how come they haven't put alternators and belts on every tire on all those electric cars? You want to charge your car, take it for a ride. You know how an alternator recharges your battery in a combustible engine car? Well, why wouldn't you put those belts on the wheels? As the wheels are moving, it would turn the alternator, and the alternator would in turn charge the battery. You wouldn't need a charging station. Want to charge it? Take it for a ride. How come we haven't done that yet? That just seems simple. Remember when you had a bike and they had those um, generators that would light your headlight and taillight on your bike? And it, it just sat up against your tire. It had a little flywheel on it, and it turned that little generator, and it made your lights work. Just do something like that on all four tires. You've got four tires turning while you're driving. Why wouldn't you use that energy to charge your battery? You wouldn't need all those charging stations. Charging stations are already obsolete. Makes sense, right? Yeah. And if you put tubes on both sides of the car and a collection tube... When you're driving a car, you're braking through air. And the way that they designed the hood and the bumpers, that's to create the air flow away from the car. So as you're driving, there's air coming off the sides of your bumper. You could capture that wind and turn little turbines, just set up little turbines in a tube. And as you're driving, the air goes through those tubes and spins those turbines. You can charge your battery that way, too. You know, I think of all of these things, and it's just right in front of us. Why wouldn't we do it that way? You know how much energy just driving your car you can capture? Just from the wind alone, coming off the sides in the back of that car. You could charge your battery. Put the alternator belts on all four tires. You could charge your battery. And you wouldn't even have to plug it in. You'd have to plug it in once. And then every time you wanted to charge it, take it for a ride. But there's no money in that, right? That's why, because they're not going to make any money at the charging station. They're not going to charge you to sit there for two, three, four hours as you put your credit card in the machine, and then it charges your battery. So that's how they're making money. But if you didn't need that charger, or you only needed it once in a while, there's no money in that. There's no money in the free energy, right? Like I said, everything is energy. It's all around us. The wind, the sun, moving, blinking, breathing. It's all energy. And it's all you got to do is capture it. We don't have an energy problem. We've got a storage problem. But now that seems to have been fixed. With these little pelletside power reactors, little nuclear fuel cells. 
you can do it with nuclear, you can do it with other things. But they're only the size of a pellet. You can carry your batteries in a tic-tac box. <laughs> that would be pretty cool, though. Yeah, it would be pretty cool. But that caught my eye because I'm really into that. I'm into a lot of things. So I hear your noise. Everybody, thank you so much for inviting me, and we will see you in a couple of weeks. I love you, America. I love you, Freedomizers. Thank you, Bianchi. Thank you, Vito. Thank you, Proof. Good night. All right, everybody. We will be back tomorrow. Please support the other shows on the network. It's not just the Proof Negative show here, but until tomorrow, hold on to the handrail. Hope alive, and remember, only you can prevent forest fires. I am Proof Negative, and I am With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.